That's right, everybody. Welcome back to another rootin' and tootin' fly casual. Tonight it's going to be yet another super docket because there's just too many dang good things to talk about. So you're going to stick around and hear it all on another fly casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Howie, when you have your glasses turned that way, you look like uh, you look like Appa. If um, you guys didn't know this, but I am, <laughs> I, I play Appa. Oh, really? Yeah, I like no, you in Mandalorian. Yeah, you looked way more Korean in both of those properties than you do uh, in person. Makeup's wonderful. Also, why do you have glasses on your head? What? Why do I? Ha- why am I an old man and need to see things? I I have reading glasses and I wear them all day every day. I've not seen you wearing reading glasses because, since you got your LASIK. I ain't seen you with glasses. Well, it, I've been needing to wear them more frequently than uh, the last two or three years. Just haven't. Yeah. And I'm trying to get better at taking them with me and wearing them. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be hanging out with coworkers this weekend for the first time. Cause I work remote. So going down there, I'm going to be sitting with them and I don't know how they're going to cope with the fact that I don't have glasses on (laughs) because that is the only way any of them have ever seen me because I'm always at my computer with my glasses on. Yep. So, but I never wear my glasses unless I'm at my computer or reading and ever, 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 ever. Most time they're on my head. Do I have any on my head? No, I don't even have any on my head right now. Not right now. Nope. I haven't Got needed them. Going. I haven't need them as much yet lately. Oh yeah, it's weird. I'm the only guy down here without reading glasses. <laughs> I like something happened like a month ago. I had a really crazy headache, and since then, I, I should still wear them, but I don't need them as badly. I was gonna say. I mean, don't wear them if you don't need them. I, I some days are better, and some days are worse for me. Yeah, that's what they don't tell you. Yeah, okay. I didn't know. That's that. the I thought fine when you print. You needed them. You needed them. And that's no, the that's fine print the on getting older for right? me. <laughs> Uh, there's two reasons I need them more than others. One is um, when you've been drinking the night before, and yep, you're, you're you woke, wake okay. up in a haze. Okay, three <laughs> you're reasons. Still drunk from last night. Three reasons. I don't even know where he is. Three reasons. And, <laughs> um, that and um, if I'm just tired. Yeah, yeah. In the right. evenings I need them more often than, yep. than I do, and then a uh, third one is if I'm dehydrated and haven't had enough water to drink. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that definitely. That kind of relates to the drunk thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be. That's how he yeah. found out. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only way he could contextualize it. There was, <laughs> there was no non-drunk time to compare it to. <laughs> I, uh, I, well, I got my first pair of reading glasses like in the sixth grade because, uh, you know, that glossy textbook paper that we used to, like all of our yeah. textbooks that we constantly had our nose in, there's that glossy paper. And we had like the worst type of like wood shop fluorescent lights throughout my elementary school and it would i would see three rows of text one black one green and one pink slightly offset and i would always read with my hand shadowing whatever i was reading i was moving my hand across up and down or from top bottom of the page just to get the light to quit uh blasting me reflecting back up and i got the reading glasses i didn't wear them for like two months then I, I wouldn't need them and I was, and I did this repeatedly up through college. I'd go get new reading glasses every couple of years, use them for a couple of months, huh. and stop using them. And I felt bad. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my parents are, you know, you got me the reading glasses and I don't use them. But it's, it's honestly, it's like I would kind of like my eyes would kind of overcorrect and I'd be fine for a while. Now, 
Yeah. Old happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Can't avoid that part. There's no fine for a while anymore. Yeah. I've bought several different ones and thrown them different places. Yep, so. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> some in the basement, some in my room. But yeah, they the used car. to be super cheap, and now they're like $20, $30 a piece. And you're like, what? These are cheap plastic crap. Why yeah, the are funny thing expensive? is you don't pay much more than that if you take your vision insurance and go to Costco, man. Be nice if I had vision insurance. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> and I work for a vision company too. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> not, not the vision that you're thinking of. People. I but yeah, like uh, like I, I'll 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 go ahead and and commercialize. I'll I'll do a commercial for Costco right now because like all their lenses. Like you know you go to lens crafters and they're like, all right, well your dinky coupon insurance covers plastic lenses and. $20 towards frames. What are your cheapest frames? $130. So you're like, all right. And I don't want plastic lenses because as soon as someone, as soon as like a mosquito flies by a mile away, I'm going to have a scratch on my lenses. <laughs> so there's an upcharge for glass, but do you want scratch resistance on the glass? Yes. That's another like $60. Do you want, do you want uh anti-glare? That's another $70. And your insurance covers none of that. Costco's like, we got one kind of lens. It's all that crap. Yep. And here's the price. And so if you have vision, if you have vision insurance, it's going to cover a major portion, if not all of all of that, depending on your insurance. So yeah. I'm just like, cut the crap. Why can't they put the the anti scratch on the plastic? <laughs> they could. You would think. Because it's, just, it's think. just a coating on the outside of the glass. I don't know. I'm, I'm hey, man, I'm not a chemist. I'm no scientist. I'm no polymer expert. You should be. Yeah. Yeah, we're all better off than Garrick, though, who has to wear the 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 opera glasses everywhere he goes, so he can see things. Can't see things far away. Yeah, he <laughs> slides them out of his pocket, and you hear like this little like thwip chink little sound because he's like gotta it's catch got a little those arias and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, he's got that little like brass handle that comes down off of them. It's kind of off putting when you're talking to him from only a few feet away. I thought he just had a monocle. <laughs> he upgraded. I got two, one in each. <laughs> <monocle>. <laughs> I, I gorilla glued him to the opera glasses. <laughs> he only uses the monocle when he breaks out the top half. Yeah, yeah, and the cane. And Never the forget cane. the cane. You, have you can't have that dapper yep. twirl without the cane. And the cane <laughs> is actually a a a, 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 a tic tac dispenser. <laughs> tic Pez. It's Pez. Yeah, well, it'd be a Pez dispenser. Tic-tac. In Garrick's case, if if, if anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you still collect Pez dispensers? I didn't know. No. I didn't know he collected Pez. They don't. They don't Are you kidding me? Anymore. Have you seen his oh, house? He collects everything. No, I've never seen his house. <laughs> <laughs> Not even recently. Uh, yeah. They, I would agree with that. Like, I for a while was like kind of me tooing onto your uh, Pez dispenser collectory. But I would only collect Star Wars ones, and I got just really unimpressed. And also the same ones. They they are it's like Hot Wheels. They're going to use those molds until they break. They'll put <laughs> out the same ones forever. So yeah, I kind of I got off the Pez train. Also, I'm an old man. No, n- there's nothing in me that goes mm, Pez. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like my kid going after Halloween, going here, Dad. These are for you, and it's all of her Smarties. And I just go through and try to find the sweet tarts in the Smarties because you know you get sweet tarts in a little roll like that now. And I'm once I've got the sweet tarts out, the Smarties might as well go in the trash. I do like the Smarties every once in a while. I don't, man. That's the same reason I don't like Red Bull. Red Bull to me just tastes like carbonated Smarties. I'll do a Red Bull as long as I got a little bit of Jaeger to go with it. 
See, yeah, you're like, I'm going to pour liquid mm-hmm. black licorice into it. It's no longer the same thing. Nope, that's what that's what chemists would call a concoction. <laughs> Man, <laughs> this know. is wow. this is the chemical podcast today. No, it's really not. If any chemists are listening, they'll tell you for sure that it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Fly casual episode number. I don't know. Three, it, 354? Whatever. Whatever. It's up there. Sure, we've got a few in the bag. I finally got my hard drive going again. Did you? And I've we're getting we're going to get them posted here real soon. I bet when the listeners hear this one that comes out after those, it'll be like they'll be like, "Real, that's (laughs) awesome!" I already heard them. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I thought we release them all at once, and they listen to this one, and they go, "Wait, what?" And they go back and see there's like six they haven't heard that all downloaded. Now, now that's why that's why we have to do it now. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> kind of the way we're doing it. <laughs> uh, I'm your basement proprietor, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Across from me with his X-Wing Starfighter uh, spec right. shirt. Yep. We got all the specs right there. Mister. Yeah. And your reading hey. specs. <laughs> specs and specs. Specs and specs. It is a specs that on is, specs. That's how they actually spectacle. built the, the those fighters because they they needed the instructions. So. They just wore the shirts and they're like, oh, okay, they now I know how to build it. look down, they're like, oh, okay, yeah. that's, where that, that's where the hydro spanner goes, okay. Yeah, it's, it looks really weird when the GM plant lets out, and they walk out, and it's all just like truck specs all over their shirts, upside down, <laughs> so they can hold it out and read it. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing- oh, the axle! We forgot the axle! <laughs> I, my, Nigel! It was, it was folded over. I completely missed that. <laughs> Why does nothing light up? Oh, I missed a whole wiring harness. Wow, there's barbecue sauce from lunch. <laughs> Is that why the paint looks funky on this quarter panel? I get it now. Oh, These big red spots on the quarter panel. <laughs> The fenders are all speckled. That wasn't designed that way. Oh. <laughs> oh, kind of. uh, that's Mike. Michael J. Archibald. Hey. <laughs> I don't know if I ever said that. No. Hey. 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 hey, man. It's been a while. Has it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because of the whole the, the, holidays the, the holiday weekend that will be another holiday by the time that people hear this. <laughs> a different holiday. What, Halloween? What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's the next one. No, dude, it's all out in stores. If you didn't know, yeah. Um, Menards is like filthy with your Menards toward you is the best Halloween display I've seen in any store, including yes. Spirit Halloween in years. It's they keep amping it up every dude, year. That is like full ratcheted. I fully expect if I went down to the Southwest Menards, I'd be like, oh, because I went <laughs> right. to that your Menards and I was like, whoa, yeah, that, that's the that's the place to go. Yeah, their Christmas. Uh, stuff's getting bigger too yeah we end up buying a lot of our christmas stuff from menards these days we uh i also so we have the christmas village over there at master control mr Stephen j howie hey um and we also started a halloween village because we're those kind of people yes and so every year we will buy one piece for both villages and i was at when i was at your menards i was by myself normally it's a family affair but i saw this like fire this fire engine house fire yeah, station those, those things are pretty amazing with all these little skeletons oh and it doesn't have well, yeah instead of their firefighter skeletons and it lights up i don't want those firefighters oh dude yeah well i mean they're almost like impervious to flame dude do you an rpg bro they're only susceptible to bash with the ceiling caves in on them they're done but the uh <laughs> but then you can collect it, it plays music if you turn the switch one way and otherwise it just lights up my big thing is i don't want anything motorized because i don't want anything that can break and so you can run it off battery or ac 
And I'm like, I like the flexibility thing. So my my wife's uh, late grandfather was a firefighter in Chicago, and so we get like we have like firefighter themed uh, uh, nutcrackers. That's another thing we do every Christmas. We up buy a nutcracker. Well, we really need to sit down and figure out what we're spending all this crap. But <clears throat> I picked up the firehouse at the Menards, and I came home, and she was very happy with it. So I kind of dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah, hundred bucks, right? No, actually, it was only like forty nine. Oh, that's one of the cheaper ones. Though. Yeah, I was actually really surprised because it's bigger. I think it's because it didn't have any animation to it. Oh, Just, that makes sense. I think that's what it kept the cost on yeah. on that uh, quote reasonable end quote. <laughs> Speaking of reasonable, cross pond down a few, Mister Garrick, not Jay Monocle Hardy. Oh, uh, I got monocle. Yeah, dude. Monocles too. Monocle. Monokai. I refuse Mon- to wear glasses, monopods. but I take my two monocles together. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's it going, man? To do it, good. I good. guess. Doing. Here I am. Yeah, I'm he here. Is. <laughs> We're gonna. He's gonna rock us like a hurricane. Yep. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, Garrick's really pissed at us right now. Yeah, we made him wait. Well, I mean, we always make him wait. I think we made him wait one time too many, or like a hundred yeah. times too many. Well, wait, three hundred and fifty times too many. I got this shit holder, and I fill it up with your guys' shit. <laughs> And sometimes the tap that it drains the shit doesn't drain as fast as it gets shoveled in. So ah, then we have this. Yeah. So flows. my problem. <laughs> but I blame Petrie. Yeah. My problem with what he's saying is I'm I'm not sure if it's metaphorical or literal <laughs> because it has been both historically. It can be both. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely can be. Well, Petrie wasn't there this year, but I blame him too. Yeah. yeah. Probably. So anyhow. Why don't we get this kicked off, ladies and germs? Uh, Mike? We got news. We got news! What? Aw, gee. We've got, uh, like, 60-year-old day news. 60-day-year-old news. 60-year-old... When people hear it's going to be a long time. ARP News! (laughs) Well, boys, Star Wars in the news this week. We used to be a a Star Wars podcast. I I don't Uh, know if you knew that. I, just, uh, I didn't know that. that out there. I did not know that. I have a uh, loose awareness. A loose awareness, very loose. You are pretty loose. But indeed, we used to be a Star Wars podcast. We used to cover this stuff quite a bit. I, I, um, I like the fact that we were such a Star Wars podcast that we were listed on StarWars.com. Yeah, truth. Before, before the, the wave the of, great before they separated the sheep from the goats, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> what are we? I like the fa- <laughs> Ron, Ron Last Jedi. I like, I like the fact area. that we ran around into other people's Star Wars panels at uh, Star Wars Celebration yeah. and put like candy and fly casual pins on the chairs <laughs> so that everybody would come in and get a fly casual pin. Have no idea what it is put it on while in someone else's panel <laughs> or just like we're evil geniuses you guys are evil geniuses yeah, dude. are you kidding me those mm-hmm. pins flew All off right. the bat well unfortunately it, it seems like back in those days when we did the star warsing that uh, there was a lot more good news happening not so much lately though. i mean i mean you take the good yeah you take the bad truth yep. yeah. you take them both mike well, okay and then you have star wars and then you have star wars the facts of star wars <laughs> that's, yep. that's true it's not all bad news i mean they there's a lot of anticipation with the new andor series coming out the uh, trailers yeah. have been generating a lot of interest i of all the no one who's listened to the show for a while be surprised for me to rehash that i have had very little excitement for andor yeah until I saw the trailer the production and I went, quality. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. The dialogue sounds like dialogue. Yeah. The right. snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> like I was like completely like this actually looks cinematic quality and sounds cinematic yeah, quality. Yeah. 
it looks, but it's just a trailer. Looks pretty good. I know. I keep telling everybody. Everybody's getting excited on Discord. And I'm like, okay, brah. We must be. Let's proceed with caution. Here. Yeah. We must be cautious. Yeah. I don't want to cry again. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry the good tears. You know what? But I'm. You know, I'm gonna call a spade a spade. That trailer looks. Those trailers, I should say, yeah. that they've released look pretty damn good. They like really you said, the cinematic do. quality, the, the things we've heard, they've given a little bit of taste of you know some of the you know like. They're still not. Arc. They're giving you so much of their quality, but not giving you. Yeah, they're not really seemingly no, giving you anything. No, not really. Yeah, just a couple conversations and you know, little tidbits, but it's enough to get people interested. There's a lot of buzz around this, and it looks like there's a lot of different stories going on because there are several and, scenes in the trailer that don't have any of the same and characters. That in. is one of the things I was really hoping. That's for. the hallmark of Star Wars, well, dude. Well, first off, well, I thought the reason I was concerned about this going in is because the. Thing is called Andor. Yeah. So have they do if they if they Obi Wan Andor. Yeah. If <laughs> sorry, sorry, Darth. Yeah. He, he loves it three times, three times. <laughs> three times. So, and only true. good tears. That's true. <laughs> only good tears. But um, if they if they center the show just around him, it's not it's not going to work. Yeah. I, I feel like and and that's why it's kind of a weird that they named the show Andor. In my opinion. That's why I was a little concerned. Yeah, I don't know that there was so much obsession with the character that that really warranted it. But if they if they really wanted to make sure that everyone knew it tied into Rogue One, I guess I don't know a a better way. A better way. Yeah, true. Because Rogue One does have its own reputation apart from everything else. Right. Yeah, absolutely it does. So I can see them wanting to do that. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm hoping, though, is that it's more there's all these stories and all these different arcs happening and there's characters being fleshed out and... It's Andor who's kind of touching each one of these, you know, yeah. his characters touching him instead of us doing a deep dive on the char- his character, yeah. which I don't mind getting a little bit of his background. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I hope it's not just strictly about him. It and doesn't, it doesn't seem it to be doesn't that look way. like it. So um, I don't know. Cross your fingers. But uh, so that's on the good news side. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the bad news side. Rogue Squadron hitting some bumps this week. Variety is reporting that uh, that the Rogue Squadron movie that was supposed to be headed up by patty jenkins is now no longer on the schedule of cinematic releases yeah the disney release schedule is now has been pulled has been pulled which i I, with no announcement whatsoever in true disney star wars fashion (laughs) true right which we've known that this was in in trouble oh for over a year it feels uh wonder woman 84 that's it was yeah when that, that was, was when everybody said uh oh because as soon as Wonder Woman eighty four came out because she had been announced for that prior to its release yep oh she had that little that little teaser with her walking to the fighter jets yes. or whatever and she had her little conversation with yeah. Stackpole and all you oh know, yeah all that stuff and it was like really shaping up to be something and then Wonder, Wonder Woman eighty four came out and then suddenly oh scheduling conflict sorry I've got to pull out yeah so she's been now she didn't say she wasn't doing it but they said at that time that we'll have to delay things a little bit yeah so but they never took it off the list until Still, now the fact so. that she's an air force brat really i thought might lend itself well so i don't know how how excited could you get me get me about just some other rando walking in and taking on the project right. for her it was like at the time wonder woman 84 it's like that's a pretty good movie it's not the super best like everybody said it was it was just was the least bitter pill that <laughs> that w, yeah that warner brothers had thrown at us for dc sake at the time i think people were just excited to have something that was halfway palatable yeah <laughs> at that time yeah You're right i so. mean but after wonder woman 84 was like oh no yeah oh no because i mean that movie didn't 
I'd I'd be hard uh, pressed to remember a single redeeming quality about that film. <laughs> I, I watched it. And I kind of laughed the whole time, and I don't know. I, I don't Until the final that. fight when they just darken everything, so you can't see how bad it looks. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So anyway, that's um, no big surprise. I don't know. So yeah, Lucasfilm kind of on the same, I don't know, trajectory on the movie side of things. I mean, it seemed like they got out of the gates really good. I mean, they, you know, they threw their trilogy at us and we had, uh, we had Rogue One and yeah, I would kind of ups and downs with it, but then, but hell, but if you remember going all the way back though, they did have their fair share of bumps in the road. Remember we were supposed to get a Boba Fett movie. Remember Josh Trank oh, and, yeah. and all that stuff. And we're supposed to get an Obi-Wan movie and yep. that didn't materialize. Yeah. Obi-Wan movie, the first version of the Obi-Wan series. <laughs> I mean, it's been this way. I mean, it's been this way with everything. I mean, even the, even the main films had a host of production, pre-production problems. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Even Rogue One, even the one that's kind of universally embraced. Well, I mean, I'm I'm talking about the the main three, like Last Jedi and and Rise of Skywalker. God knows, you know, had a ton of pre-production and like nothing, nothing went smoothly. uh, Last Jedi, everything went smoothly on the production side. It was okay. It was after the release of during the Last Jedi's pre-production. We were not told that there was a bunch of crap going on. Yeah. But when we saw it, we said there must have been crap going on. And since then, we've learned there was crap going on. (laughs) Lots of it. That's fair. Yeah. We didn't know. That is fair. But it definitely happened. (laughs) So I don't know. So, okay. So question for everybody. Can Lucasfilm, what, what can they do to kind of, I mean, they're doing fine with their TV stuff, and and I want to remind everybody too. Remember, Chapek uh, Ch- is that his name? Bob Chapek. Chapek. A year, maybe, maybe two years ago now. Remember, they said they were going to pump the brakes on the movies. Yeah, this was when um, the um, Game of Thrones guys came on, and yeah. then they were off. Yeah, and then shortly after that, Ta- one of their yeah, Taika was announced. Well, his is still going. Yeah, that's the only one I think that fingers. is still kind of quote planned end quote. <sighs> So, or that we know of. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which but I'm I mean, kind of, uh, us knowing of it sure doesn't seem to help mean that it's getting done. <laughs> right. That's for sure. Right. So, but, I yeah. mean, they've had some kind of success with the on, TV side. I see the question on Reddit with some frequency. Where can they go at this point, given what, for lack, to simplify, what bridges they've burnt, if you will? Where can they go? And everybody almost always like, man, they just go like 150 years in the future. And then someone's like, yeah, Cade Skywalker. I'm like, oh, go home. Yeah, that's <laughs> the source. Ma- that's, that's the EU need. stuff. <laughs> that's the legend stuff. They're gonna br- they're gonna trot out. Okay, we learned our lesson. Have some Cade. <laughs> no, but I don't think they need to go far into the future. I think they just need to go outside of. You don't have to have a rebellion and empire. You don't need to have a first order and a resistance. Just tell some stories about completely new characters in universe that are completely tangential. Rogue One, outside of tying in with the main story, all the characters, like brand, almost all the characters, brand spanking new. You know what I mean? Different style. It, it was its own thing, and it was it was really good. They can do that and completely spin out beyond planets we've never even heard of, as long as you've got some of those threads. You know, like, oh, yeah, I recognize that ship. That's a Rodian. You know, like that. That's sure, all. Right. Some of the musical the beats, I'm right. sorry, would be nice. I, I know the TV series really don't like to go to that well. And I think they need to get that stick out of their ass and bring me back some some hints. Oh, John Williams. Yeah. Yeah. In some of these TV series. I personally think they need to. Pump, keep pumping the brakes on the movie stuff until they get a script that they're just dying to make. 
Well, that's the thing. Stick with the TV stuff. I, I, they've been hit and miss with the TV, but it's more consistent. <laughs> the only the only surefire way to get the kind of script that might work, and it's not even surefire, to be honest. I mean, I shouldn't oversell it, but I'm going to sound like such a fanboy broken record, but go to the authors that were already accepted by the hardcore fans. Yeah, sure. Have them do the treatment. Have someone else work with them to do the actual screenwriting as a collab. And I mean, more likely than not print money. And those guys are getting old and long in the tooth. So you don't have a lot left. You know what I mean? Right. But like, if you could get some Zon story and some stack pole dialogue, mm -hmm. print sure. money, print it. Right. I'm and oh, especially like, you know, stack pole space fights, like the yeah, dog fights. Sure. Have have the dogfights actually be driven by what needs to happen in the story and the function of the of the fight, rather than just be all right. Now it's the part where we got to have laser beams and stuff. All right, you <laughs> nerds, go into the computer closet and just make it. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Just we don't make care. Go just make it go. Like, <laughs> how about how about uh, bombs in like near zero g? That's fine. That's fine. We don't care. Just make it happen. Make them fall. I don't even care. <laughs> Anything I'm, to add? I'm not still Derek bitter. and Howie. <laughs> mm. um, go ahead. No, I, I got nothing. As I say, Garrick Howie's not got anything. We said the last Jedi, which summons Howie's loss of anything to say. <laughs> uh, if I were Disney, and this may be what they're doing, I don't know. I look at the success, the, where their successes and failures are in the TV shows, because mm -hmm. there has been a lot of successes, but a lot mm -hmm. of failures. Yeah, and use that as kind of a thermometer of what they need to do. Are they capable yeah, of that? that actually, I don't no. think that they're capable. Of that. That's what I said. That's what they <laughs> should do. But that's <laughs> what not what they they're going do. to do. I mean, <laughs> without, do. I, I don't want to try to like pull a ton of detail out of you, but in your mind, elevator pitch, what do you, what do you think that would look like? Like, what are those high points? I, I think, man, I don't know. I think the, the Mandalorian sure, was good. Absolutely. Because you could tell a story without having, a huge overarching uh, evil empire right. or whatever. Yep. Um, you had a, uh, you, you had a character who barely said a word. Yep. Um, <laughs> they, they, they use the, uh, the backgrounds and the ambiance and everything. And, and nonverbals, nonverbals, which I mean, they really scaled it down. And I think people really, really glommed onto that. Cause you look at the movies and they're huge, grandiose uh, productions. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, Scaling it back is where they needed. They need to kind of go back. I, I've said this many times and I, and I think I've seen this like reports from Andor. This is kind of what they did. They need to scale back the CG, go back to practical effects. Yep. And I know Mandalorian had a lot of CG. They had the volume, but they did also have a ton of practical mm -hmm. effects oh, yeah. mm -hmm. like Yoda, baby Yoda's or Grogu's little, practical little effect for the most part. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Andor series is heavily utilizing practical effects and it yeah. looks awesome from the previews so they need to get back to the roots said it before they're just not listening yeah <laughs> just uh just do it get, do a shoestring budget do like an indie budget and see oh. what they can come up with do you hear what garrick said i know garrick said make them work for it exactly <laughs> i know <laughs> you said I mean, it you what, said my favorite that's, thing that's what made we, the original all, trilogy work. i mean we've, <laughs> i think we were all on board yeah make them make them be creative yeah. Don't give them the don't don't make things easy like JJ. He just oh, we got all this. Yeah, and uh I mean, yeah, we got all this money. 
I don't care about the story. I'm just going to do these Slap crazy a things. Slap on it. It's all good. Yeah. No. Come on. Yeah. I, I, I won one. I would love to see the shoestring Star Wars. You know, like the kind of thing that like these, like literally these like fan films have to work with plus a little bit extra, you know, like what do you do if you can't have all these giant grandiose things? What do you do to keep my interest? Because now you actually have to work to keep my interest. I think, I think what what the, what the crux of the issue is, is Disney wants to make money. You know, I, I can't remember. I heard this, but the Lord of the Rings movie couldn't, movies the trilogy couldn't be made today because this took forever yeah to right, make right they they literally grew uh hobbiton with yeah. all that. they literally dug out the mountain let <laughs> everything overgrow just to have that those few scenes at yeah. the beginning and now it's a tourist attraction and yeah and you you can't do that now because no, everything's about right. we need to we need to pump it out we need to make money well hell so I disney mean- you got all the money mm-hmm. you don't need to buy don't worry about losing the money. Do something. And maybe this is what they're doing since they're canceling all their movies. Uh, but I doubt it. It's like maybe they're they're actually going to take their time and make something good. It could be. I mean, the truth of the matter is. I highly D- doubt it. Disney <laughs> Disney needs to look at how deep George Lucas pockets were before they gave him $4 billion. And go, wait, that's not just because of the movie. George Lucas's pockets are lined because of the merchandising. And if we spend the money to make a good movie, that merchandising lasts a lot longer. And Disney doesn't seem to want to play that game. They want to have their cake and eat it, too. They want the quick buck. Yeah. And and that's why you see almost no Star Wars toys on shelves. Yeah, it's it's dead. It is dead. If there is a Star Wars section three feet wide, most of the pegs are empty. And it's not because they're flying off. It's because there's nothing to put on them. Just yeah. a bunch of Lando figures. <laughs> <laughs> is I that it? <laughs> I don't even look anymore. <laughs> I do. I walk by. It's always sad, but it's like, like uh, if you look at the the Mandalorian season one, cost a hundred million dollars to make, and that was like that was more than a movie. That was like what three hours? Or sorry, not three hours. Like three movies in one. Yeah, maybe. Well, I, well Mando is what thirty forty five minutes, forty five minutes each. Yeah. yeah, you're you're maybe two between movies. two and three. Yeah. Yeah, so $100 million, and you make something like that. And they had to invent things, like the volume, because they they really didn't have the budget, even though $100 million is a lot of money. But see, the volume, That's- like, you know, you a minute ago, you were saying, like, practical effects, you know, and you went, I know Mando had the volume. I look at the volume as a practical effect. Now, I know they're using Unreal Engine to make the CG in the volume. I get that. But as soon as it has to go through a camera lens, that is the reality filter. If it's going through the camera lens, it's going to add credibility to the depth, even if the depth is barely even there. And and that gosh, I I, I don't want to start gushing about the volume again. I almost I almost get misty talking about how awesome. It's basically a a fancy. It's not even a green screen. I was gonna say it's not even fancy. No, it's better. Yeah, it's just like uh, backdrop, uh, backdrop matte paintings in the background. It allows them to shoot scenery. Yeah, and also it adds to the tint of the lighting. Yeah, right. It does so much. Yeah, and it makes shooting. I mean, you think about going on location and how many people have to be involved to get things set up and get the scenery to behave. And and, and you got to shoot it at the right time. And you know, if this this has gone wrong, then you got to wait. Oh, we got to shoot it tomorrow, or you know, whatever. We're gonna be in the Tatooine desert at three a.m. Dude, you have you just have a handful of people just shooting the scenery. Yeah, and then you can go to the volume and. 
do yeah. your thing it's whenever you need such to. a brilliant piece of technology and yeah. i have no idea how much they're utilizing it at this point yeah. outside oh, of I, 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 there's times like uh, you a lot of times i think you can kind of tell if you're really if looking really, uh, but i don't I've know where that. to look like don't you think by now they'd be using it in other disney properties it's such a fantastic piece of i would imagine but i, who knows? I don't know who uh, is that a lucasfilm technology i don't know who or? owns it the, i think disney disney own it i mean yeah, yeah ultimately <laughs> disney so. owns it or does they uh, built what two more there's three of them now ILM, you think ILM? ILM's part of Disney. Or, yeah, ILM. Well, I know. Is ILM Disney? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't Actually, know. Actually, yeah, I'm not sure. ILM, ILM is wholly owned and all that stuff. I don't know. Or, or uh, what's his name? The yeah, right, that guy. Yeah, the guy who Favreau. Favreau. You know, well, okay, it, it, it actually, his, yeah, because he's so the big he, on this making this kind of technology. The the volume zero point, that volume alpha was the small version that wasn't totally encapsulating that they made for the Lion King when mm -hmm. he directed that. So it is probably right. wholly owned by Disney. But I don't know. It could have been... Yeah, why do I... I'm, I'm mad that I don't know if ILM is completely yeah, Disney right. owned at this point. I assume it is, because I feel like George Lucas got completely out of the game. I mean, bro turned Skywalker Ranch into a, a vineyard. Okay. So I'm assuming he that so he, all that went to Disney. I would I probably knew this at some point. I don't remember it this anymore. Or I'm old, guys. Put your glasses on. Yeah, it says Walt Disney acquired ILM. So okay. I guess they're all one happy family now. Well, I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> one happy just when it comes to movies, <laughs> they need to stop. I shouldn't say stop, but they don't have to make epics. Yeah. Just make a good story, man. Yeah. It, it ain't got to be all sprawling. I think Marvel kind of ruined them, too, because everything has to be connected. And but that, but yet, don't you see Marvel thing. backpedaling from that right now? Yeah. Yeah. And Hardcore. I'm they are. Yeah. But every, yeah. Yeah, you're right. To, to, I mean, now, in my own opinion, to mixed results, like so some of the newer, newer Marvel stuff is not scratching much of an interest itch for me. And other parts of it are. I think, well, yeah, right. Uh, before, I was kind of more all in. So, but at the same time, maybe I've aged out. I don't know. Of their oh, target look at, demo. Look at Howie. He was, he's tired of the whole thing. That's true. Howie's the real Marvel nerd here. Mm, of, yeah. all, of all of us, that yeah. guy. <laughs> Gosh. He's like, you guys see Morbius yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because no one has because it's all fun. <laughs> Uh, even the airplane wouldn't let me watch it. That is funny with the Marvel stuff because yeah, everybody used to watch all of it because you just we want to make sure that you're up on everything, and that's just not the case now. Yeah, there's I, there's a lot of I mean Morbius I haven't seen I haven't seen uh, Ms. Marvel I haven't seen I mean there's a whole there's a whole slew of that stuff I haven't seen Eternal now, now and, and I have no interest in any of that stuff. The 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 uh, issue with having a bunch of TV don't ask series, me to sell those three to you. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna convince the me. the issue with having a bunch of TV series is it's hard to keep up. Yeah, because they're a lot more of a commitment right. than sitting down yes, watching a movie. More. Right. Yeah, and yeah. Marvel—they've got to know that. Also, so. this whole Disney uh, "let's make a twenty-five minute show" thing and only release them weekly—I feel like is a, on the whole, a misstep. She-Hulk episodes are the shortest things ever. I yeah. do not care for <laughs> She-Hulk. We'll talk. Really. We'll talk. Let's talk She-Hulk in our. All right. Thing. All right. What else I you got for news? Talk about that. That's all I had for news. That's all your news. Oh, is it time to talk about? Talk about some. Stop. Which one do we, you want? Reviews or rumors? 
Because you guys always tell me I hit the wrong one. Uh, reviews. Reviews it is. Stuff. <laughs> or am I supposed to do the press play intro? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, that for the docket? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what that's supposed to be. There you go. <laughs> I'm on the ball. I gave you the two options that aren't the one I'm supposed to play. You remembered. Too late, but you remember. It's never too late. Not on fly casual. That's true. Fix it on the fly. That's our motto. Guys, I have... Casually fix it on the fly. <laughs> September has thrust so many shows yeah, into my docket. No, and, it's, and a couple of movies. It's really November right now. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but, like, I, I honestly don't know what to pick or where to start. So I'm going to just assume go. that I'm going to glom on to one of yours... Oh, I'm sure well, there's going to be a lot of. We still have Andor to look forward to in a week. I know. Well, there's other stuff too. There's stuff that hasn't even come out yet that's coming out soon. So, I'm just going to bat it over to Garrick for to start us out because I, I'm assuming I'll have a lot to say about several things. You're just kissing uh, up to Garrick I think, right now. I think we were having all quiet and stuff. We had like several <laughs> things we were going to talk about. Which one should we begin with? <laughs> oh no, he's socializing <laughs> it. Oh no, I'm back in. Okay, well, <laughs> how about I, I guess- start? I'll start. How he starts. Because I think this will parlay into the next subject. Oh, so my wife okay. and I, because of a recent- My wife me and, and my me. wife. Me and my wife. No, no. <laughs> Wow, no. that happened. If you just if you just walk away, I won't blame you. Do you even grammar, bro? <laughs> the listeners know. They know what's right, and they're yelling at you right now. <laughs> they don't know. The listeners are the ones that don't know the difference between they're there and there. And you, I don't know if they're there there that well. If they're listening to us, we can pretty much guarantee they're not that bright. <laughs> they're on, they're on we, the same. We can smell our out. own. Yeah. <laughs> You're insulting what little audience we have left. No, I'm being a realist. I'm offering a hand of of dumb to them because tis only hands I have. <laughs> uh, anyways, my wife and I, the correct yes. way to say it, uh, we started because of a recently released TV series. Started rewatching. Well, I started rewatching Game of Thrones. Oh, and wow. she has not seen much or hardly at all. Maybe like the first. Well, yeah, because you watched the first two episodes with me back yeah. in the day. <laughs> so I have to tell you, it is much more enjoyable watching it the second time through. Oh, I, I, no. I there's no doubt. I've yeah. watched it maybe three or four times all the way through, oh, and each time I love it more. And you uh, haven't watched the Office yet. What's that? And you haven't watched The Office yet? No. No interest. So it's not an son issue of, of time. <laughs> you son but of a bitch. We just finished the second season. Okay. And uh, man, and we just started this a week, week and a half ago. Yeah. So you guys um, are powering. And they're, <laughs> they're hefty episodes. Yeah. Right? yeah. Close to an hour each. Yep. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty nice. And, and knowing the backstory, oh, yeah. knowing, <laughs> knowing who's going to die. And not being disappointed. Yeah, not yeah being, right. You, yeah. you can at least get through the stress of it. Yeah, well, that was honestly. <laughs> hey, honey, reflect on the details. Not, not the all stress. weddings are joyous occasions. <laughs> Just prepare yourself. Yeah, we're getting close to that one. I've been keeping my mouth shut. Oh no. Um, I may warn her a little bit, but I've already. Yeah. I've you already know, half the characters that are your favorite. Maybe we should skip. This I show. did. <laughs> I did. I did tell. I did tell her. Don't get attached to anybody. Yeah, yeah. not one person. Because uh, mm-hmm. that's. It, but you. It. You can't not. No. I yeah, mean, Ned Stark. Happens. You're like, oh, 
it's Mr. Bean. I got to um, admit, the first time I watched that first season and Ned Stark died, I'm like, I'm done. I There's already, no someone had already, I had already said it. Oh, or, yeah. And I didn't remember who was who because when they said it, I didn't know who the name was. Yeah. And who that meant that it was Sean Bean. And then when I got to it, I was like, oh, right. I, I kind of knew this was going to happen. I didn't think about it, but I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah. You, you start, you get attached to certain characters and then they just want to just piss you off. So back in the day, after Game of Thrones, Sunday night, it's like me and a bunch of coworkers on Facebook talking about it and not understanding anything that each other's saying. And then Monday at work, having trouble talking about it with anybody. And then me, like, like either texting or chatting Garrick on the forum or something like that to like, okay, now wait, who's this person? Who's this? <laughs> because all the names and everything, I couldn't keep it all straight. I know, right. Yeah. The idea, I've never watched it a second time, but the oh, idea of man. going back and not having to wonder what's happening. Dude, seriously. <laughs> you pick no, up on with, so yes. much more. Oh, yeah. And oh, I, yeah. I didn't, I was like, I wouldn't say I was nervous about going back i was a little hesitant i was like yeah i, I don't do you want to invest re- the time i don't really rewatch things that often right? yeah uh but since cheryl hasn't and we we started the uh house of dragons mother of dagrons uh it was like well let's go do this because you know something for us to watch and and uh yeah man i say if you if you haven't gone back and watch rewatched game of thrones and you you enjoyed it for the most part. Do it. I will put the it. stamp of approval on that man because I agree hundred percent. It's it's, it's so one of those hard few for me properties. Because my wife will have nothing to do with it. Yeah, I know. Won't, she won't be in the room if I start to watch it. <laughs> she'll go <sighs> and get up and leave. You won't you won't regret it though. I, even if she doesn't I, yeah. watch, man, because it is. It's one of those few properties I believe anymore that you can go back and watch and pick out new things. And it's, it's, it's like rewatching it like and with that fresh is eyes almost every, every time, every time you have anything like that, a movie that is just has a lot of nuance or is really mm-hmm. fast paced. Like it doesn't matter if it's just like an action movie or a heavy drama or whatever. Anytime there's a property that I enjoy that when I go back and watch the next time I go, Oh, mm-hmm. it's exciting and yeah. rewarding, but oh, I'm, yeah. st- I'm still so nervous about the commitment. Yeah. <laughs> it is a lot. It does seem it, like maybe I'll have to wait to the beginning of next summer where everything dries up again. <laughs> but, you yeah. cut it off after season five. So you don't we're, have to watch everything. That's we're true. Get, we're it getting, wasn't until season four <laughs> where I knew what was going on the first time. <laughs> we were, we're getting close to Ramsey Bolton. And so I've, I've got a little anxiety Daddy, oh, yeah. like building up. Sausage? It doesn't. It doesn't get any easier. Daddy, would you like <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I was like, it doesn't get better <laughs> until it's over, and it well, that's get the thing. I, I, I'm reflecting on the first time I watched this, and the one thing that Game of Thrones does really well is it makes the little rewards that it give you that much more impactful because of how bad everything is because of how bad everything is they've reached this point where a certain thing happens and you know you got uh little finger his death and then you know ramsey's death and you're like it just it makes it that much more of like fist pump you're like yes finally some justice well while we're on it then let's as you insinuated let's transition right into mother of dagrons aka house of dragons which really is not which I will not stop yeah. calling it mother of Dagrons because yeah. that's what I called <laughs> Danny in the first series yep. mother of Dagrons and it's not Danny though. I'm gonna I know it's Ranny <laughs> <laughs> you can tell because there's a letter different I'm gonna append to what Howie was saying um one of the things that um has been happening a lot on social media and stuff is people are going back now and are finding- you still doing social media 
Oh, yeah, it's part of your job. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yes. I no, actually but, officially deactivated my Twitter account. Did you? Good. Good on I, you. I, I didn't deactivate it. I just never log in. I never do, but every now and then I would. And I'm like, every time I log in, I'm adding to the actual user account. So I just deactivated it. I'm like, it doesn't give me enough reward. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, anyway, to append to what Howie's saying, people are posting um, little clips from Game of Thrones now where they're referencing the characters oh, yeah. in the new series. And yeah. I love that, man. That's stuff, yeah, that's, 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 that's getting me jazzed That's up. actually a good reason for me to finish this season before i go back and start it over again because i imagine there'll be a lot more of that there was a there was a cool clip i saw where um dang it um baratheon who's not not robert not bobby brother. not bobby b stannis stannis his daughter stannis's daughter and he's she's teaching oh, yeah. um, almost at that scene grayscale girl yeah and she's teaching dude how to read da onion the onion knight Dav davis is that davis, D yeah, davis. 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 yeah um, she's teaching him to read and they're having a conversation and she starts talking about one of her favorite tales which is uh Rhaenerys and 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 Aegon and and them two you know battling for the throne and all this stuff and I don't want to give too much away. I, I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to give stuff care, away but... by talking about stuff that's ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it's giving stuff away that's, that's new. Now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Welcome to the world of prequels where everyone's afraid to do more right. new story. Anyway, so those things are kind of cool. So uh, how do we feel about uh, Mother of Dagrons at this point? What are we? How many episodes in are we? Three or four? Four, I believe. Have, have, four. We've all. I mean, I know. I'm caught the up. Three of us. Yeah, I'm caught up. I tend to watch Eric, them on Mondays. I'm assuming you're caught up. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, tis, tis no doubt. Yes. I mean, it definitely has a different feel than House of, or I mean, Game of Thrones, which how? I, um, Game of Thrones. I think, especially that first season, they had a lot of background, so there's a lot of stuff. Like there's the scene. At um, Winterfell, where um, Arya is like giving all kinds of history, you know, there's yeah. dialogue stuff, and she's talking to her sister and trying to, and it's for the benefit of the audience, obviously. I mean, so, to the degree that when Game of Thrones starts throwing in magic, aka the episode with the vagina of Smoke Monster, yeah, you want wait, What's what kind of show is this? Yes, <laughs> like like I thought this was just like a Vikings show yeah. where people talked <laughs> right. about the fact that dragons used to exist, right? Right. And suddenly someone's literally casting a demon spell out of their JJ. <laughs> and you're like, I'm watching a different yeah. show than I so thought, it was, it was but tell weird. me more. Um, I don't know. It it's You definitely get the Dagrons right up front in this one. I feel like it's they don't so these new episodes of House of Dragon don't suffer from having to lay out all of that. Isn't that nice? So they're just getting right into the storytelling. Yeah. And um, that's why Howie and I mocked the first two episodes relentlessly when we first watched them. We're like, yeah. this is so dumb yeah. because everything <laughs> is so ham fisted, but it was because they were trying to cram they, out they, all the huge, background right. so they could actually tell the and story. It's such a huge background. Yeah. So those, yeah, that's why. And, and actually, if, if you know anything about Game of Thrones, I, I don't guess tell th me. They recorded a different version of the, the pilot episode, which they had to do away with because really? they got a different actress to play Daenerys and all that stuff. And, uh, I didn't know that, but thank God they did. Yeah, <laughs> right. But they had a hard time getting that off the ground, and I think it was because of stuff like that. Yeah. Because they had to lay out so much so fast, and and you still feel it even in the redo. But um, like I said, House of Dragon isn't that way. What the, the, one the, of the Honestly, one of the biggest difference between the two is dragons the almost lack of nudity <laughs> in, in until the most recent yeah. episode but even you're fair you're right you're right even compared you're right and i agree 100 is this one amped I, it up but it still ain't I, og game i of Thrones cannot no. i when i'm going through this and i'm like holy cow i i knew there was a lot 
No, this was back when they were but, still in the Sopranos mode, where like, like seriously, there was this was like, what was the sitcom that was on uh, HBO back in the day, oh, like in the nineties? The chick from Just Shoot Me was on it. Dream on, dream. Thank oh, you. Wow. Like Dream on was a sitcom that had nudity in shows. it. That had nudity in it. Why? Because HBO said, "Well, why would we do a sitcom if we can't just do things we can't get away with?" Life with Louie. All that stuff. And it's like they were still in that mode where it's like if we don't have a TNA quota per episode, we're not HBO. And I feel it's it's actually funny for how successful they've been, even like before the Sopranos, like coming up through was Weeds HBO? Weeds, mm-hmm. Weeds yeah. is HBO. Like all that stuff. They've only just now started to mature enough to go, maybe we don't have to lean on that that but hard if it doesn't serve a purpose. But they still lean on it harder than most. Well, yeah. Because they're they can. Yeah, they can. But now it's like, all right, if we want to tell a story where that's part of it, we don't have to worry about it. But we don't have to literally go, I'm sorry, there were not enough nipples in this episode. And yeah, also, was... the scrotum count was only at two. <laughs> the, I don't know why HBO is yeah. British, but they are. It, it, it's There's quite a few scenes where you're like, this was just for nudity's sake. Yeah. And it served zero purpose. Yeah. <laughs> there in was fact, one shot. Yeah, go ahead. On, we were laughing at when we, you guys were down here watching it. Where, uh, was it? Who's Matt Smith? What's his character? Uh. Aegon, Damon. Damon. Da- Damon. Damon. Yeah, that's he's like giving his speech in the tavern. There's literally someone doing a doggy style naked in the background. Yes. Yeah, while he's giving this whole monologue, I'm like, they didn't have to frame that in the shot if they didn't want to, but well, there it is. Yeah, like, <laughs> am I supposed to be listening to the doctor? Or am I supposed to be watching that dude tag that chick? <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, that. There was that, but it's, yeah, I, I agree. It is much more tame and, and it's, which is still not tame, but much more tame. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. But that last episode, it's not that it was more raunchy. It was a little bit. It was that it went on for like 25 minutes. There were two scenes in a row that were just sex, 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 sex. And I was like, I was like, I get it. I'm not offended by the characters doing this. I'm not offended by the role in the story, but we're spending a lot of time on this. And if we cut all this out, I'm left with what a She-Hulk episode, <laughs> which is how I measure things that are way too short. So I, I, it was still intriguing, but it was also, they were trotting out what I felt was. Uh, so I mean, I the get thing the that I, I get the purpose of it. I feel sure. like Game of Thrones, like you were alluding to, they would have nude scenes. Like I, the one I'm thinking of specifically was there a scene in it's probably season one where Littlefinger is probably is in at his brothel yeah. and he's trying to teach these two girls yeah. to screw each other, and he has this whole dialogue where they're screwing each other, and the the camera's completely focused on the girls doing each other. Yeah, and I'm like, sounds okay, right. This is not. I'm sure when I go back and watch Game of Thrones, I'll go. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, no, you will. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. I, it's like. You you know, and when you go back and say, "Oh yeah," but oh, I forgot it was this much. Yeah. It was insane. The thing the thing about the most recent episode of House of Dagrons, and at the time of this viewing, I'm sure there's been, or the time of listening, I'm sure there's been more, uh, at, at least one, most likely more. But I, uh, this episode four or whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, the big thing that all that all that sexual that 25 minutes of sexuality in the middle of the episode, I'm like. The problem that I had with it wasn't the sexuality or what they were showing, because they actually were obfuscating a there little here a and there. They were behind. I mean, yeah. there was a no, reason no, no. for but it. But that's the problem. 
So when Howie and I watched the first episode of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and we were laughing and making fun of it <laughs> in my family room, like guffawing, making fun of it. The second that Arya, Arya appeared on screen for Arya, appeared on screen Aya. for the first time, I went, I want to be a boy. <laughs> and he started dying laughing because it was just so obvious right away that this character doesn't like being a traditional held to girl standards. And of course, the entire series, her character is based on being a traditional, not what's expected of her and stuff like that. Right. And they literally, like the first two seconds, they beat you with it. And in this series, first episode, I'm like, all right, so when's she going to do it with her uncle? First episode, that was what I thought. Yeah. I'm but, like, when's she going to when's she gonna screw the, Targar- the doctor? But I was okay with it because the Targaryens have a history of that. No, no, I get was, that, but I, I saw it back in the first episode, so I didn't need to spend that much time leaning on the button in this episode. I feel like five minutes would have gotten me there and out, and I'd have been fine, and we could have had more meat in the episode. That is... My I largest criticism well, I think, that I have to level your I, pornography think, show that you like. So and, <laughs> and I think the the biggest, the reason why it felt so long, elongated was it was back to back. It was her yeah. not, not getting Agreed. fulfilled oh, by, and then and going, then going right and, to the, yeah. 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 So it was really, and then that was drawn out just because yep. uh, had to convince him, you know, put his guard down exactly. and then un- take forever to actually show us un- undressing him the whole i'm like yeah like really he's got a suit of armor i don't want to spend the whole time i honestly got i'm not i i, I i'm not sure I, i'm not positive but i think i started step forwarding through the scene like i get it they're gonna screw let's get to it and move on like because like it's so slow i'm just like uh game of thrones wouldn't have done this they'd have been banging when the camera turned on <laughs> But I, I have to say, I really am enjoying this new series. I I am too. I'm I really surprised. I have, I have low I expectations. I, I have very low expectations. Uh, so and, and maybe that's a trick. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but you know, reason. I, mean, I think it's reasonable for us to have low expectations on things like this because it's usually like, oh, we made such a big, great thing that mm-hmm. I now we can do whatever. I want to ask the three of us have now said what we think. I want to ask Garrick. And I, I wish I had theme music set up so I could say, now we go to Reader Man and ask Reader Man what he thinks. And like, I got I got nothing. I'll give you the hand link from, there you go, from Quantum Leap. There's news. Quantum Leap trailer, the new Quantum Leap series uh, trailer dropped. True. Yeah. Uh, Weird Al. New movie of Weird Al coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Starring Daniel Ratcliffe. Yeah. That looks so hilarious. Brought to you by Roku. Um. Garrick Readerman, guy who has read all the These books, all the stuff. <laughs> How do you feel about well, the new series? It's all right. I'm just kidding. It came from uh, <laughs> I didn't read it, but it's from Fire and Blood. And oh, you whole, haven't read that one. I haven't read that one because I'm oh. mad. I'm mad at him for not writing because yeah. yeah. he wrote. The, he came out with that one without coming out with the newest Game of Thrones book. Song Garrick's Fire boycotting Blood. Fire and Blood. I am. Until he comes out with his new one. It was supposed to release five years ago. I didn't know this did was you, based on a book. I did thought you this see was just old lore. I knew he it's was not, involved in the production. Fire and Blood is like the whole history of the Targaryens from okay. beginning to end. And this show is like a footnote <laughs> or yeah. a couple chapters, basically. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're following it pretty close from what I understand. But they are, you know, obviously expanding a lot out because otherwise it wouldn't take up a whole however many seasons they're doing. Right on. But uh, I don't know. I like Matt Smith. He's a uh, he's 
kind of, I guess, wants to get away from the wholesome doctor character because he's always playing like creepy villains. Well, he didn't uh, do that with Prince Philip. <laughs> you don't yeah. think Prince Philip uh, was enough departure from the doctor? He's, he's basically Damon, but in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, the first five episodes of The Queen, he was kind of a jerk. I mean, they were, they were cousins, right? They were like second cousins or something. Yeah, yeah that's or, legal. Second cousins is legal. Yeah. So it's, it's not too far away from Game of Thrones where he's. <laughs> Oh, I hadn't his, thought of uh, it like niece. that. Hanging oh. <laughs> the blood. You're right. Yeah. 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 Right. It's all in the royal. It's keep it in the royal family. Yeah. I don't well, know. It's weird soon. that they're like Game <laughs> of Thrones. Like the the first like what four episodes was this them going from Winterfell to King's Landing, and that was like half the season. But this well, they like from the first to second episode they skip six months and then yeah. they skip like. Yeah. Three years or something. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you're bringing this up because yeah. <laughs> that was one of the things I was worried about was these time skips, but mm. they seem to flow pretty well. Yeah. They do. If you uh, didn't pay attention, you might not even notice. You'd be like, wait a minute, what? Whatever. Yeah. It, just drops <laughs> it goes like, so fast. It's like, oh, I'm going to marry that chick. And then the next episode, oh, she's pregnant. And the next episode, oh, she's pregnant again and has a two-year-old. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm wow, just like, okay. okay, as long as you don't age anybody other than the king. <laughs> That's how I, I gauge the time. <laughs> and is he loses more and more pregnant. fingers. And apparently, like this, uh, the next episode's five. In episode six, the the two uh, lead ladies are going to be different actresses. Yes, they I, aged I, out of the role. How he's yeah, been trying safe, to figure out right? when that was going to land because yep. he saw early I on that too. they were different actresses. I did too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, episode six, brand new actresses for. Oh, that's gonna be you're not gonna get to feel as pervy as you feel when you watch the <laughs> yeah. show. It's gonna be weird because I've I've really grown to love this actress. Well, that's I think she does great. I, in the role. I don't yeah. like this because of that. I mean, you start to you you, you if, get a text, if you hate the yeah, actress, right. then you're like, oh, well, the, the show sucks. How he, but to quote yeah. you to your wife. Don't get attached to any of Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, House of Dagrons. Not too shabby. Not bad. No, Not agreed. too shabby. We got to move on because there's like 900 other know, major things going on right now. We keep mentioning She-Hulk. Let's just let's just get it out All of right. our system. <laughs> I love She-Hulk is one of, not, not like in my top three favorite comic book characters, but I've always loved She-Hulk in general because I've got a weird thing for really buff women <laughs> and also because <laughs> she's green. I got a Twi'lek thing. And also, to get out of all that dopey stuff, I've always just enjoyed the way that... I always enjoy the way the characters portrayed like back in the 80s and stuff like that, where she was much more like... like I, I wasn't so much conscientious of like the... or conscious of like the fourth wall breaking and all that stuff, but she always seemed to be the character with like the different mental outlook, like the more identifiable mental outlook. Like she was more like, well, I guess we're doing this now kind of a thing, you know, and she always had kind of more upbeat where some of the other characters, especially in the 80s, were always so, like, melodramatic and stuff like that. And I always liked She-Hulk for that. And also, she's just really look good on the covers, man. Uh, really looking forward to this show. I'm still watching it. It's... Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, there are things that it does that other shows would have been made bad by. But it has Look, some redeeming qualities to it that keep it from being totally awful. Maybe to you. The, the, yeah. The, uh, I like the lead actors a lot. The cast. I, I, yeah. It, it's, overall, it has, the cast. It has the, 
it has all the ingredients, but I just don't think the writing lands yeah. very well. So now, you weren't I, you weren't at Garrick's house where we had a big discussion about this exact same thing. We're talking about like the dialogue doesn't feel like it. It there's no timing with. I mean, there's no. I mean, the timing is off or no, something. No, it all just spills out. Yes, right. And it's like it's the, that's kind of the humor of it is that everything is a clumsy dump, but at the same time, a clumsy dump. Don't let your minds wander. Uh, figuring out that, but like. <sighs> feel like i have a lot loaded to say but i don't know how to i don't know how to put it in words articulate it yeah i also don't know how to put that in words <laughs> in word but like it, it just it hasn't figured out what it wants to be <laughs> you're using first... my own phraseology against me but you're right i'm trying first, not to say that the first two episodes were trying to lay the background for everything the first episode was clear like it knew exactly what it was trying to do right all right. It got you're, the, yeah, it, you're, it we're got, telling your backstory. Right. You and Bruce are kind of hoo ha humanizing. Right. And that was the best episode, in my opinion. So eh, far. So I would far. say Ep four was my favorite, but I don't remember what Okay, so there's five episodes right now. Okay. I think I think the first three well, the first one is what it is because it had to establish the world. Yeah. Eps two and three were just trash in my opinion. Like, they, they, just they didn't, didn't have land. a beginning, middle, and end. They just were like, here's some stuff and yeah. then credits. Yeah, right. And I was really looking forward to the abomination stuff. And it just, it was, it was, it was just another case. Cause they're trying to, that's the thing. They're trying to set it up like lawyer show. Yeah. Like they keep calling it, like she keeps calling it. But then, but then suddenly, well, and F4, I felt like, oh, they, they've embraced the goofy. Yeah. And there was, there was, I, w- I found myself laughing out loud at several points and I had, what happened at F4? I don't even remember. Um, because again, these all just blew together. Yeah, I know. That's where she gets on the dating app. Oh, the dating yes, app one. Right. Yeah. Right. The dating app and yeah, the different guys and um so it was but it was just outrageous and she started breaking the fourth wall more, more often. Yeah. Like it like it was it, it wasn't as jarring. The- yeah. It was always it was so sporadic that it was jarring yeah. originally. And at this point they're like, All right, this is the format of the show. Yes, and and we are adhering to the format I we have felt chosen. Like that fourth episode embraced it all. Yeah. Because yeah, she that. she broke the fourth wall three or four times in that episode. I'm like, yeah. Okay, okay, this is a thing now. Okay, yeah. I can I'm in the flow, but then that fifth episode that's the thing the episodes are so short it's like you're trying to do something too quirky with too short of episodes you can't maintain it consistently and so it yeah it doesn't know what it wants to be is what i was trying not to say but it hasn't found its groove yet and i don't i feel like the and i they always say i mean these are all talented actors and actresses it has to fall on the director at some point. One of the things we just, yeah. it's not one of the landing we or the editing. About. Maybe it's editing. I don't know. And the, the writing, the writing, the editing, and the yeah, directing. I mean, we're kind of starting to talk about everything, <laughs> um, except for the acting. Yeah. Like at Garrick's house, one of the things that, that several of us kind of agreed upon was that one of the problems is that even though it is a quirky show, every single character is an exaggerated archetype. Oh, yeah, to the extreme. The, there is no normal person except maybe yeah, that's true. The You're lead. Right. She's the only one that's kind of normal. And you can say, well, that's on purpose because she's going through it. No, 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 no. You can't have everyone in this type right. of you show be an archetype yeah. because when you do that, all you are is a dorky synthesized her, he, her, he soundtrack away from being Ally McBeal. Those dorky <laughs> lady shows of the aughts yeah. that no man could watch because they were so like, we're for girls in the soundtrack. Her, he, her, he. Don't take anything seriously. And it's like, okay, comedy lands when you draw me in. Take some stuff seriously and then hit me with the comedy. You know what right. I mean? I, I it, it's, it's just got the trappings, enough. but it's not, it doesn't have the skill. 
Except honestly, I'm still God, watching it. And I weird. hate I hate sounding like I'm pandering, but except for the act, the, the cast, the cast is really good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's everybody else that's no good. You know, a Disney property. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Is it too soon to bring up all the Star Wars problems? Is it too soon to bring up Obi Wan? Is it too soon to bring up Ms. Marvel? Is it too soon to bring up all these Disney Plus properties where the cast is tight and everything else is loose? Yeah. yeah. Saying. Yeah, Just I'm still watching it too. I, I haven't gotten to the point where I want to stop watching it. I'm, it's yeah, one of those where it's like, I what, forget though. what day it comes out, and I just go, "Oh yeah, I got yeah it's one like, of those oh, that's one of the yeah, that's in the hopper." Yeah, so, yeah. it's not like all right. Well, they're so short, I can watch them right before I go to bed. That's yeah, what I've been doing. So. And it's not gonna your mind's not gonna be stuck on it, so oh, you'll sleep fine. Right. <laughs> she yeah. That's okay. So, there's that. Hey, the reader. Yes, <laughs> reader man. <laughs> I will say, She Hulk. Broke the fourth wall in the comics. Yeah, before, she, before Deadpool did. Before, Ooh. before he existed, right? Before he existed. Yeah. So that that is true to the comics. Oh, is say, is her breaking the fourth wall what brought along Deadpool? Did she invent? Did she create? Deadpool? I'm sure well, we we could knows? create a weird canon where we could make a <laughs> you, case for you. It. Know how those comic writers were in the early '90s, late '80s? I They're don't. All I really copying don't. Off each Booger each sugar. Time. I don't either. Nose candy. <laughs> Too much coke. Like looking over at this guy next to him's paper is like, yeah, I'll just copy that. <laughs> Pudding farts. I'll Pudding say, farts. I, 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 I don't, I'm not down on. I love this show. Man. Really, this what, really, probably one of my favorite Marvel shows. Uh, really? Huh. Yes. I, I want I to be where you're at. Yeah. I'll, I, I'll tell you this: the CGI. Is oh, it's sus. It's, it's, it's horrendous. Sus. It's, it's, it's an abomination. It, <laughs> it, it's not sci-fi channel bad, but it's pretty bad. Well, I, I think that the problem no, is okay. They have, they have Tatiana Maslany. I'm uh, yeah, probably Maslani, butchering yeah. that name, but she, she's amazing. Like she's always been like secretly the best actress in the entire world, and they're trying to mimic her awesome facial expressions. In a CGI format, and it just doesn't work because she's just so unique. What else have you seen her in? She was in Orphan um, Black. Orphan, Orphan Black. Black, yeah. Oh, she almost was cast as uh, as Ray. In, yeah. Uh, in yeah, no, Force she's Wings. amazing. In a, she's amazing. That would have been. She's a waste in like time. one or two episodes of Park and Rec too. Maybe just as just like a cameo. I'll have to go back and look for that. Yeah. I know we're going to be starting that again soon. Uh, so yeah, if you just, haven't seen Orphan Black, you need to watch it. Yeah, that's an amazing show, and she plays except like for the a million. Yeah, don't watch. I never realized that was her. Okay, that's that's right. You didn't because she plays a million different characters, and they're all different. Well, I've only seen like two episodes, but yes, exa- yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, okay. okay. Yeah, she's like the highlight of the show. Easy. So the reason I like is obviously Tatiana Maslany, and you're saying they're archetypes like Alan McBeal, and I kind of feel that's intentional. Oh yeah, I absolutely feel it's intentional. Because in one episode, she's in the bar, and Allie McBeal is literally playing on the TV behind her. Oh, was it so really? Think, I no. didn't notice yeah, that. Funny. I so, pulled that out of thin air. So I think they're doing that as uh, on purpose, as kind of like a homage or send up of uh, the Allie McBeal type shows, just to kind of work it into Marvel. And, and that's another reason I like it. Breaks away from that Marvel formula. There's no. But I don't like that formula. I know it's a so terrible break away from the formula. It, the formula is okay. No, person I don't like has, the Ali McBeal formula. Oh no. Okay. What's well, what's the Marvel uh, formula, Gary? Marvel formula. Yeah, you got a character has a tragic backstory, fights the evil bad, and he wins, or she wins, whatever. This one, 
it flips it on its head. She has she has a, a origin story, but it's not tragic. She overcomes it quickly. And this, the only bad guy is like the law. There's no like super evil like Emperor or Thanos or so, anything like that. I, and I was getting really tired of that. And so I'm, I'm that's huh. kind of why I'm enjoying it. But huh. like, would you consider WandaVision part of that formula? Yeah, because they had Ag- Agatha Harkness was the one yeah, I orchestrating guess. the whole thing. I guess. I, I always looked at Agatha as being tangential because she was just being an opportunist because of what Wanda was already doing. Wanda was the own her own. Big yeah, bag. see that that's where that's where WandaVision lost me. I loved it up yeah. until they're like, oh, there's this big bad. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, Marvel's yeah. doing it again. I, I feel that because it did feel like really when it happened. But at the same time, I was like, well, I mean, it just happened because it happened. But I feel I, I definitely get it. Yeah, yeah, that it, that was Marvel, like a, it was like a soft version of the same. Marvel thing. has to have that that final confrontation between the bad guy and the good guy. What and about Loki? Every, yeah, Loki. The confrontation was, like sitting Loki sitting too. across the desk. I like Loki too. He fought. Uh, what's his face? Yeah, but they didn't fight. They verbally fought. Oh, they had a, <laughs> they had an intense discussion. But I yeah. t- I still feel like both Loki and I Wanda feel like the, they've been breaking better. the formula more more and more. Well, I mean, they have, and and that's what these TV shows are for, and they should be doing that. Yeah. So yeah. and that's why I was looking forward to this because it's supposed to be more of a comedy. But I, mean, I, I have, said that straight up. You got to ask the question: Are they? Is I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go straight to the books. Is Disney gonna make more money off of trying to appeal to a different user base and drag their or the different viewers and drag try to drag their current viewers with them or are they going to make more money by appealing to their current viewers and doing a like putting some things in to pull new viewers in because i think there's a line and i'm not saying the show crosses that line again i'm still watching the show yeah. but i think they're getting perilously close to that point where you're literally just going this isn't for you i mean you can watch it if you want which is not I would argue a financially responsible production. Now, do I think everything should be financially responsible? If you've been listening to the rest of this podcast, obviously not necessarily, but you know, or, or at least I I think they should take some risks. So that's fine. But to Howie's point, the, this formula, the Ali McBeal style show is literally, and I know there are people who loved it and that's fine. It is like the thing I hate most. I would rather watch reruns of big brother. That's a lie. I would not. That is not true at all. That <laughs> will never like, be true. I'd be like, what? That is brain torture. No, but like, I, I, I hate the fact that the soundtrack is not her, he, her, he, like all those dorky girl shows from the aughts, like Ally McBeal clones is the saving grace. Cause if that music weren't it, I'd be like, I'm done. That would literally kick me right out because the rest of the trappings are all there. This is our gorgeous coworker who doesn't treat us like sexually at all. He's just kind of a little dim girl power. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, I bet there are tons of shows where those tables are completely turned and it's just as bad all the time for the way dudes project women. I, I know it. I know it. But as a dude, I'm less sensitive to it. Like, it doesn't stick out as much. It does sometimes. I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. But with the tables turned this way, I'm like, eh, I can't suspend my disbelief enough to even accept the goofiness of this. You know, it's just me. It's a personal, it's a personal thing. I, I'm, I truly am envious that it, 
that you like it more than are distracted by you it. You like it as yeah. much as I want to like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I want. I want to like it as much as Garrick just It's said. It's just not for you guys. It's right. for me. <laughs> <laughs> they knew who they're after. They knew who they're after. All right, that's She-Hulk. That's way too much She-Hulk. Jeez. All right. Do we even need to go around the table? I mean, we're pretty much let's just go on to the next big yeah, property. Lord of the Rings. Let's okay. do it. <laughs> All right. It's Rings of Power. It's the Rings of Power Hour. This is another one. Low expectations going in. Well, I haven't heard entire, any of Howie's take on this at all. The entire internet, so I want to hear what before the say. show came out, said, this show is dog vomit. They literally wiped a donkey's balls Screw and put it internet. on TV. Screw the like, internet. Everything. Had, the thing is, you knew you had Jeff Bezos dumping this is F.U. Money. money. This is F.U. Money. All this the is, money in the world. Yes. Definitely F.U. Money. This is by far the most Jeff expensive Jeff Bezos literally said, property. said I'm t- my DM sucks. I want someone else to make Lord of the Rings movies for me. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't yeah. enjoy tabletop role playing so, anymore. So it's got that going for it, right? This but was still, a risk going into it. Yeah. You, you're still like, okay, he's dumping this much money into it. <sighs> you know. All the money in the world usually makes good. All the money usually makes pretty cruddy results. Yeah. You, you're like, oh, this is going to be. I mean, with a, a beloved property like this is that it's been around as long as it has. Because it's got a high standard. He was, to, he was always, this is why what? I'm not paying attention to the internet stuff, is because he was always going to um, piss off a, a certain percent. He could have made the perfect show, and there would still be people pissed off. But, but, gentlemen, but, and you are making the same error that I see all over the place. Yes, the Lord of the Rings trilogy was exceptional. All nine versions of it. No, just the last one. <laughs> but the Hobbit happened, y'all. And the Hobbit was no, it didn't. in my mind it never happened. Yeah, the Hobbit was <laughs> that's, that's a pardon the Hobbit, my way to live. That's a Hobbit, not the Lord of the Rings. Perdon me Francais. Amen, I combine languages there. Dog shit adjacent. It didn't ruin the world though. Because the, all you had movies, to do is never watch it again. The thing is the movies are the movies the world is its own thing and so I, yeah, I i enjoy you. i, I enjoy the middle earth the world of middle earth it's one it's i my, enjoy the world of arda it's by far my favorite property <laughs> lord of the rings the movies i i've been lucky enough uh not to read any of it lucky enough so I'm not. I've never accidentally slow, tripped slow and fallen into a book. <laughs> so I'm not. How's that lucky enough? <laughs> I'm. I'm not soiled by the goodness of Tolkien's never, writing. I was never taped to a chair you know in a an library. Easier, it's. I. I haven't got through all of them yet, but it is an easier read than I thought it was going to be. It is. Well, I know, and it the is. thing is, is, as soon as I read them or listen to them on audio book, yeah, let's be real. Um, I'll be like. Oh, the movies aren't as good anymore. No, that, no I don't. I don't think. So. I don't think that's they true. They haven't ruined it for me. I mean, The Hobbit, yes. Because <laughs> yeah. you're like, wow, that was really concise and and enjoyable. Yeah. What but, the hell was that trilogy? <laughs> but, but Lord of the Rings, I don't. I don't feel like it would ruin. I really don't. I read them after I. I read all of them after I saw Fellowship. Hmm. And I, when I saw the movies, I liked them just as much as I liked the book. In fact, it helped me visualize what I couldn't visualize before. Yeah. There's some there's some roles that are switched that around and and whatnot. Sure, yeah. in the book, but yeah, yeah it's it's 
It's a decent adaptation. But all this being said, decent. I'll decent you. <laughs> they've released this. Uh, how many episodes are? I want to say we're four, four. in. Yeah, I have as of one yes, just came out not, as of, Yeah, this morning. I've oh, not seen the most recent one yet. Yeah, I haven't either. Then. Oh. There was, if one came out today, I, I wanted to. Spoiler: No Harfoots. Oh, oh yeah. thank God. Sorry. What? <laughs> I know we're gonna get strapping, Garrett. I know. I know. I don't like them Harfoots. So how do you not like the Harfoots? There. No, no thanks. Everything so, about them's likable. <laughs> this being my, one of my favorite properties, so I had low spokes. expectations going into this. You bet your card. I, I really, I really, I'm really loving it so far. I. The internet, I, the internet told I, me that all the money made a dog crap show, and I'm with Howie. This, this, uh, this is all I'm, the money I'm like made a dog crap. Okay, I'm kind of like uh, Garrick and She-Hulk. You know, they made it for me. Yeah, me too. I think love well, is a strong word for me. They made it for me, Howie. Oh no, I, I, Garrick, I disagree. They made it for me. The guy who bought the Silmarillion and started to read it and went, nope, and put it down. That's for me. Because oh. I'm the guy who showed interest in the backstory, but was not committed to reading it. <laughs> I'm just the guy with the first edition Silmarillion on his bookshelf behind me. But you read it. That That's your mistake. <laughs> yeah, so is this a perfect show? No. That's yeah, that's the most fair thing. Is it the said? closest thing ever to a perfect show? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, oh my gosh, you guys are sucking I'm doing it smugly trying to get a reaction out of Mike, <laughs> but I don't know that I'm hyperbolizing. Like, I am so flabbergasted with how this I feel like <sighs> if there was a, a lens focusing the sunlight to burn an ant's ass, I'm that ant with this show. I am right smack dab in the middle of the target demographic for this show. It's the exact pace I want. Oh, dear God. The episodes are the exact dear length Jesus. I want. That's the thing. The pace. <laughs> that is, is slow the pace. Well, that's the, the, that's the, uh, I was worried after the first episode. I'm like, yeah, is this be. going to be slow? Too slow for me. But it hasn't been. It's. It's oh, a man. slow pace, and you are just a, uh, um, you've just been inundated Remember, by Mike can't handle watching movie, all your kids' shows. Mike can't handle a movie longer than 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Got him. That you have adapted this, like, you got to have instant gratification. This is... It's all your YouTubing, Mike. Yeah, quit YouTubing. Quit watching your sniper wolf. I mean, you, you should sit on this side, Corey, <laughs> when I'm watching... <laughs> to keep you from hitting Mike? No, no. <laughs> he's, he's YouTubing the whole time we're over here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see Mike's iPad from yeah. My angle. So, uh, but no, um, but it's it's a great, it's nice slow pace that is completely different than a lot of things that are out there. And I want to know more about every different group of characters, oh, every vignette. I want to know I, more without being baited with like stupid cliffhangers at the end of every episode. Seriously, yeah, the, the, like hardly any. Cliffhangers, really? Yeah, I mean, just, the, you, you, there's a little bit of tease what's coming, but it's not the, like like the episode before the last one. You get the little blurry face at the end. That was the biggest cliffhanger. Yeah, but uh, I love the Harfoots. It didn't, didn't really matter. It didn't. <laughs> I love the goofiness of the Harfoots. Oh, no. I love them too. No, they're terrible. <laughs> You're they're terrible. They're, they're, not terrible. The worst the they're by far, in my opinion, the worst part. First, I want to start off by saying I don't hate this show at all. I don't. It's fine. Why do you hate the it. show, Mike? 
I don't hate. Why do you hate Harflicks? Would you prefer? Which do you prefer, She Hulk or Lord of the Rings? Ooh, if I have to pick, I would watch She Hulk before I would. Because it's shorter of She Hulk. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, because uh, because how do we get away from She Hulk without talking about Daredevil's mask? There isn't slow mo Galadriel slapping a horse's ass for five minutes. That was what? The We're going to make it. Oh, it's the one flaw. The one spot where I went, I literally went, all right, Taylor Sheridan, slow your roll. I was like, all right. All right, we're getting more horse porn. Is this Lord of the Rings or Yellowstone? Yeah. I was like, they really spent so much money on that high frame rate camera. They're like, we're going to use it. God dang it. That shot was kind of dumb. And it was one shot. It lasted less than five seconds, you turd booster. He went back. And rewatched it. I did. Just to I verify. Did. After to you verify said, it. did you think that Zack Snyder cut has too much slow motion? <laughs> then you got another thing coming. Oh, that's that's. F- I went back and I rewatched and that episode. Slow mo. And I said there were three chain kicks you in slow motion. The whole episode. And the, I watched every single episode more than once already, <laughs> except for the one that came out today. And and the and in that episode. Three chain kicks that were in slow motion, and every one of those chain kicks, awesome. And yeah, that right. horse, that horse shot. That was I'm it. Tony, what? That's that it. That, that chain is not fighting. even Zach. That's not even the neighborhood of Zack Snyder. <laughs> that chain fighting was Zip codes, man. Something you 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 don't see. So they had to show pretty, you what was happening. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was awesome because that's the kind of fighting like. Oh yeah, you get people with swords. Okay, they can fight with swords. I if see an elf got a ninja, I, I want to see exactly how that elf got a ninja. Yeah. It was fine. It was just funny how, like, all the I elves like forgot he, how to fight. And they all died all of a sudden. All, I like when he. Oh, there's an axe in that guy's back. Oh, that guy got shot by five arrows. Oh, he forgot how to survive an axe in his back. What a nerd! <laughs> <laughs> they're not immortal. They're immortal. I mean, not. they are, but they can still die. Yeah, they they don't but age. They, they, but they can still die. You get, be, you get shot with three good. arrows in the chest, you're going to have a bad time. I mean, that's just the rules of the game. I'm, I'll dude. let you guys get on your, your porn you can, you I'm going to give my critiques. It's it's too slow for me. Are you just the, mad the that Boromir took like 20 arrows and was still fighting? <laughs> that was the same dude. It was, it was the same scene. That's I mean, why was, I thought they were like, you know, how do we kill this guy? Let's kill him just like Boromir, exactly like that. Yeah, like because Boromir was the only guy in the entire 2,000 years time we're talking about that got shot with arrows. Yeah. <laughs> arrow <laughs> Yeah. Legolas oh killed literally like 500 goblins before that with arrows. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, hey, whatever. And then leaped uh-huh. over barrels on the water. Yeah, and did that sweet like that reverse arm leap up onto the back of that horse at speed. I do remember. Hey, that Mike, part. that was in slow motion. You probably hated it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was slow motion. There's a lot, quite a bit of slow this motion. This is not that good of a children. show. This is a three, a, a two and a half to three at best. Out of three, you're out right. Yeah. You are right. <laughs> two and a half to three out of three. Out of, I, out of I'm one. right on board. But you guys go at it, man. You guys have fun. my favorite so far. My favorite part, of course, I haven't seen the most recent. I love young Galadriel. I didn't, I wasn't sure for the first half of the first step, but she has grown on me quite a bit. Because this isn't the Galadriel from, no, from uh, the Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, this, the trilogy, which I absolutely adore. This is her. young, only like a thousand year old Galadriel. Yeah. <laughs> so to see that she was actually kind of hot headed, young, hot headed, you know, that kind of uh, there's there is aging in elf that you know 
yeah, uh, emotionally and and uh, uh, experiences and whatever. So they they actually learn, mm-hmm. and, and uh, she, After- so she becomes a lot more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for when she gets wise? Well, yeah, just. After that trilogy, you could have said, is there a way we could have made you like Hugo Weaving's Elrond more? And I would have said no. And the truth is, I am more into Elrond now than ever with this young Neil Patrick Harris looking dude. (laughs) With a big jaw. Um, All the elves are so pointy. (laughs) They're so pointy. Not the ears. I mean, also the ears. But all of the casting, like, I went, it's like they put an ad out for, we need pointy British people. They do something, because I looked at his picture, like on IMDb or whatever. He still looks the same, but yet in the in the a show, he, more look, normal. he looks yeah, a little more normal. They're the, exaggerating the with the makeup, yeah. probably. I love that guy. And his relationship with Durin, are you kidding me? I will gobble that up all day. And you know what? Mike will, too, because it's <laughs> bro humor. And he can handle that for f- five to seven minutes at a time. <laughs> I like I loved Elrond in the most recent episode. Oh, I think yeah. I was I was okay on him. I was I was fair weather. I'm like, yeah, he's he's kinda he's he's okay. This most recent episode episode. I'm like, okay, this guy's awesome. I'm excited. I need I, more Elrond. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm especially after today. I am yeah. I am team Elrond hardcore. I liked him at episode three when he first went to to uh was it what's the name of Moria before it becomes Moria Kazakh Dune something Dune? Kazakh Dune. Kazakh Dune. Where the this is okay, Garrick, you're our reader, reader man, man. Reader man, gotta ask a reader know. man what's going on. Okay, they make all the rings there, right? That's what they're building. That giant, they're getting those doors to build the tower at the at the Elven Smith town. Yeah, they yeah. make all of them there except the one ring. Yeah, which is made in secret. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Supposedly that's Sauron's supposed to be there. He's probably there whispering into Kilabrimbor's ear, like, hey, she's well, yeah. make these rings. Kilabrimbor Kill- definitely appears to have issues, which makes me think that even more so. Like, he seems like, even in this past episode, you know, he's like, you seem troubled today, Master, or whatever. It's like, yeah, that dude's messed up. Something, something right. Yeah. He's yeah. pointy too. Yeah, because <laughs> Corey and I were talking, and I'm like, well, they make it, the, the, was it Kazakh Doom or whatever? That's Car- where they. Yeah. That's where they make all the rings. Except- no, the, the rings get made in the Elven Smith City. That uh, that because yeah, you, you oh. remember the Ring of Power was made the, in, in the Doom. In Mountain Doom. Yes, yeah, that's what we thought. They, yeah, yeah. So that's the one. The one ring was made in Mountain Doom to control all these other rings that are supposedly going to be made at the Elven Artif- Artificer City or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. Which is where they're building the forge right now. That Doran sent a bunch of dwarves to help out. Yeah. So, spoiler so, alert. I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Thanks. I haven't watched it yet. I like how. Oh yeah, you in. haven't actually. They, they because sp- as if it's not going to happen. I mean, this is the story that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's even not a big deal, but you actually see already progress being made. Yeah. No, that's cool. I, that's awesome. I love that they brought in Numenor. Numenor. Oh yeah. I did Numenor. If you just say Numenor, like they do, like hello, welcome to Numenor. I'm like, wait a minute. Where were the rest of the trills in that sentence? Yeah. Numernor. Yeah. Welcome. My name is Ryan. I will be your. Yeah. No, no. Just Ryan of Numenor. That's 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 a. It's like the newscaster who talks completely normally and then says Latino. <laughs> in the middle of a sentence, you're like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> They're bringing all the dudes in. I mean, you got. 
Elendil, you got Isildur. Yeah, Isildur. Isildur. There you go. Isildur. His sister, who's hot and cool. Yeah. 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 Don't get, I, don't I, get attached to her. I was actually, I, I had to look it up to be sure that it's not, but I, and I said this to Howie, I for a hot second thought that Elendil, who is Isildur's father, was actually the actor who played Isildur in the, uh, I'm doing the trill on purpose now. I can't stop. So I'm not doing it on purpose. Um, <laughs> in the flashback in the beginning of Fellowship, you know, it was like, no. Isildur cast it into the fire. No. no. I thought, I thought that Elendil was that guy. To look at No, it's not actually a guy, but man. That would looked, be sitcom level casting right there. Elendil and Isildur from the trilogy look more alike than Elendil and Isildur in the series. <laughs> I, I saw a rumor, well, or, or some somebody speculated that the uh, the king. Well, I guess spoiler alert. I, we already Possibly. said that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. The the well, Gladriel gets uh, rescued by this dude who ends up. She finds out he's the king of this Hellbrand of the Southlands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The rumor was he's the. The ghost that Strider meets in the cave. Oh, so, like, so like he's going to unite them, but they're all going to walk away, and he's going to be cursed forever. Oh, because like, oh, he's he's not he's not a named character in the book. Yeah, that would be so cool. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, why am I excited about that? If I already know what happens, I it's like Lord of the Rings gets a free pass on all the he, you know, prequel crap. Yeah, that's this is she's gathering that. She's this is the beginning of gathering that giant army you see at the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That's what this the this is the the beginning, yeah. the genesis of that. Okay. So it makes sense. So you said I don't know why, but Lord of the Rings gets a free pass. This is why Lord of the Rings gets a free pass. Please tell me because I'm mad at myself at how hypocritical I am. Tolkien made this amazing world yeah. into such fine detail like he had all these languages written yep and he put so much effort and thought into writing to just, <laughs> just trying to write yeah things. just the whole backstory <laughs> of everything before he even wrote the books yeah he had all this world created and it feels so natural yes. when slot a gets you know plugged you know, plug B gets shoved into slot A. You're like, oh yeah, that fits. Yeah, and so that's this uh. is why a, this is why good story writing beats any kind of mess up that you can have. Uh, you know, good in world editing. building. Yeah. I think you really touched on it where you said world because yeah. that's why we, what we see so much in in other cinema these days is that everybody wants to race race to the climax. It's the same reason why DC Warner Brothers DC can't take the time to build anything. They want to race to the giant budget, huge, big thing. And it's like, no, you got to build toward it. And you make a little money while you're building. And then you make all the money when you get yeah, there. And then you sell all the toys. But if you go there right away, who cares? And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, we've already, we've had six movies, three good ones, one okay one, and two god-awful ones. And now here we're having this series where they're like, Hey, all that stuff we've kind of talked about before. It's 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 weird because the same thing's happening on a on a slightly smaller scale with Game of Thrones. And of course, we'd have no Game of Thrones if it weren't for Lord of the Rings, because we all know that George R. R. Martin was like a level five thousand dungeon master for years before he ever wrote a thing. <laughs> um, it, it, I, I I am blown away by the production quality of the show, and Howard Shore still killing it with the music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, he's not doing all the music. I don't care. Shut up. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, 
I, yeah, I love it. And they're bringing in like bits, like little nuggets for hardcore fans. Like the, the dwarves. He's talking they, about himself. As like, you know, instead of saying, oh my God, they say Aloy's breath or Aloy's whatever. Who's the, basically the, the, the God who created the dwarves or the yeah. Valari. It's not really, I guess he's a lesser God. Yeah. Uh, created the dwarves. I was like, okay, they're bringing that stuff in. That's awesome. Well, it's just throwaway lines. It's there's great. also wonderful little, this is something I mentioned to you before, Howie, uh, off air. There's one touch that I appreciated so much. There's a bunch, but one that stood out to me and it, 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 it I might've not even cared, but it, for whatever reason it stuck out was that when Elrond takes Celebrimbor to Kazakh Dune to talk to Doran, you know, they have the whole comedy thing like, oh, we're going to be met with all this. It's the exact same gag from Lord of the Rings where uh, where Gimli is saying, oh, we'll be met with a hall with mead and fresh kills and rah, 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 and they go in and it's abandoned. Right. Well, this gag is, oh, they're going to meet us with the, you know, ram's horns and blah, blah, blah. And the, you know, the door slot, the little thing on the door slides open is like pretty much like get out and then closes, you know, like, <laughs> what do you want? You know, you know, and then and then you slam the door on him, and, and here's uh here's Elrond like egg on his face. It's kind of the same gag through a, almost a goofier lens. The reason why I like this so much is not only is there symmetry, symmetry in those two gags. The door that is the entrance to Kazakh Dune is not Durin's door, which at this point I don't believe exists. Which Durin's door is the one that Gandalf had to sit in, and you know Frodo's like, "Well, what's you know what's Elvish for friend?" And then it opens up, right? But they laid out the area around it to look similar. It doesn't have like the whatever the creature that hides or whatever in the lake, the thing with all the tentacles and all the crap. That's the lake. None of that's there. But they made it look similar enough to offer you visual symmetry, so you know. Oh, this is the same place for even if you're not a hardcore fan who's watched the trilogy a hundred times, you're like, oh, this looks familiar. Are they going into that same dwarven thing? And then when it goes in, you're seeing it, what it looked like when it's lively and beautiful instead of completely dead and abandoned. So they give you symmetry in the gag, symmetry in the visual, and then the inverse of what you saw, because it's it at this point, it's thriving. It's not abandoned because of the Balrog and the orcs, right? I think like that, that's love, loving craft. It's like, all right. We're going to show them this thing and it will be almost unrecognizable other than the fact that it's inside of a mountain. So what do we do to tee that up for viewers who aren't hardcore Tolkien fans, but just enjoy the movies? And and I, I just thought that was so beautifully, yeah. lovingly executed. And that just stands out. It's just well, so it's, artfully it's done. It's obvious that uh, Jeff Bezos wanted this was. He literally was like, throw all the money at it because I yeah. want to make What if we don't make good. it back? I don't care. I've got you for five seasons. Let's go. Yeah, so, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, yeah, I just hope that he continues to make continues to make the series in it. Yeah, for all the negative seeming, seemingly just fake rage press it's getting, I can't... I mean, even Mike says he likes the show, even though he hates it, clearly. <laughs> clearly. But, like, I don't get how anybody could watch the show and go, oh, this isn't Lord of the Rings. I don't... Dude, the hardcore, the hardcore Tolkienites are going to be that way, and and really though, let let them rage, whatever. But other than that, dude, don't don't listen to any of that, dude. Entertainment media is garbage. It is absolute garbage, and it reports on things that don't actually happen. Yeah, yeah. So just everybody's talking it. about the quality of the show before anybody got a look at it, right? Anybody like, that if, was it felt engaging, more obvious than ever before. If anybody was engaging, and then that 
and and even then, like the Galadriel stuff, you know, with uh, there's a lot of oh well, she's just you know she's too mad and too brooding. It's like well, we we're only what she's half four? her age. Well, again, <laughs> that doesn't matter. The fact is, we're just starting a show. Yeah, we haven't seen her arc yet, so you can't yeah critique it and this, say this hit- show is her arc. <laughs> right, this show is how she gets, like, you know how how a- how she gets to where she's at, or at least a good portion. Let's of at it. least get a season behind us before we. Yeah, she doesn't before even we- get the chance to start becoming that person until after they destroy Sauron spoiler, yeah. and cut the ring off his hand spoiler <laughs> I mean I do have to admit in I'm, case you forget what Kate Blanchett told you in the first two and a half minutes I don't know what oh, counts as spoilers anymore yeah, that, okay <laughs> yeah this is a serious problem with, yeah, with doing prequels it's like I got we know this happens but like, what if this is your first <laughs> yeah. exposure and you're like hey I don't get this weird fantasy thing but that you know that ship looked cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude but here's the thing, man. People, I, I mean, that uh, entertainment media, and it probably always has, but I mean, they thrive on rage clicks. That's how they get people to read their articles. And so half of this stuff is, in my opinion, is just half, half of it's just made up. I just, and then the I other half, YouTube channels with people that really, I kind of respect for having real opinions, just trashing it before it came out. And I went, I, you've discredited yourself, sir. You know? I, I, yeah, whatever. Well, Again, it, that, but and then you have. People there who again, just want to go against it's, Jeff Bezos because he's rage got all the It's money. what people, that's how they get people to go to their shows and watch them and everything else. Yeah. So, no, I stopped. And again, I mean, I'm sorry, Tolkien, anything Tolkien was, it was going to be this way. It yeah. just was. I'm going to add this uh, because I, I recommended it to Howie the other day. If you don't want to read the books or listen to all the books, and t- there are lots of people out there who break Tolkien down in all kinds of ways. I have been watching the crap out of a YouTube channel called Nerd of the Rings. <laughs> have you ever have you ever listened to it, Gary? Or watched no, it? I get it. I got see, the joke. Is he yeah. the Indian dude? I don't I have no he doesn't sound Indian. Oh, okay. There's he's, an Indian dude that's a super nerd that I see pop up in my He's feed got a while. very like a very soothing voice. He does he pulls a lot of like the artistic stills from the different art around Lord of the Rings over the years and just does a great job of laying it out in I don't want to say bite-sized chunks. Some are only 15, 17 minutes long, but like I will sit and most YouTube I'll watch while I'm doing something else. I actually sit and pay attention. This guy is fan flipping tastic at making it digestible for me. And it's been giving me like, I was actually like the history of the Balrogs and all that stuff like that. I would never come near. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like I want to know more. I do. Appreciate but the Cimmerillion reads that. like, you know, a rock across the face. And so <laughs> it, it reads, Testament, yeah, it reads basically. like the old Testament. It's like, all right, if I don't know what's going on, I'm not going to understand what's going on. So thank for, thank God for the guys that take it on the chin and give you a nice little YouTube yeah, video. To- <laughs> yeah. For the old Testament, we have an entire world of clergymen for her Tolkien. I've got this guy from nerd of the ring, this guy who does. Nerd of the Rings. <laughs> so I, I am so, just absolutely rock hard Lord of the Rings right now. Like I'm, 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 I'm ravenously digesting this. Like this is the show I look forward to each week. Like this is like I'm like come on, come on. Like and, I, and I'm always tempted to stay up and watch it at midnight, but I don't. And and I'm also also trying to absorb as much as I can outside of the show to add to it. Like I am uh, so motivated. I want I want to test that theory. Okay. Okay. Say they Funko Pop made. No, you lost. You're not going to buy them. 
No, I'm. I haven't oh, bought a Funko Pop. You don't, in, like, you don't like it enough. I haven't bought Funko Pops. In, <laughs> That's your litmus test. I don't think I've there. watched. I've, I don't think I've bought a Funko Pop in almost two years. What if it's Galadriel riding a horse? It's <laughs> definitely really not that. What one. if it's slow mo? <laughs> It's anime. It's like animatronic. I want the one where she's riding the horse. If I can get a Funko Pop of that elf dude in mid slow mo chain kick, maybe. Oh, I bet they do that. Yeah, maybe. There you go, Funko. You're welcome. That one's on us. Yeah, that one I would consider. Um, I you know, I could see I could see Adar. I could see one of him being kind of cool, just because you know his face has only ever been seen in like concept art and stuff like that. So now that we've seen it on screen, it, uh, it's kind of interesting just to have that character represented in a collection. Um, but no, uh, now okay, wait. If they make their faces really pointy, which it would be the opposite of a Funko Pop, <laughs> I would totally pick up an Elrond Funko Pop. Yeah, they just make his head square and yeah, around. exactly. It's got to be cubic instead of a, a, a sphere. Then I'm in. A lot of the Lord of the Rings ones are very unique. Yeah. Or yeah, like the, the Gollum one too. Yeah, the Gollum one's really yep. unique. Yeah, I picked up the Balrog. It's huge. Oh yeah, yeah that I was a good that, one. I got that one too. But yeah, I'm not buying. I'm not buying any collectibles anymore, man. In fact, that's kind of why I'm freaking out. As I haven't been this fired up about a show in a long well, time. It seriously though, when you start getting this fired up about something, you're more apt to spend a little money yeah. or, or a lot. Yeah. If, on if things you're like that. Yeah. If you're Gary, <laughs> on things like this, you're like, yeah, I want to support this in in as many ways as I can, and I enjoy it. So it brings me joy looking at this stuff. Yeah, that's how I feel. Anyway, yeah, I'm digging this show. I'm, I'm not seeing any new. Uh... Oh, there it is. Wait, is that... not enough nudity in the show. I'm trying to look. <laughs> I'm trying to look for the way more nudity. Listen, too, you got your dialogue heavy. I didn't even even when Gladrail was in the water, I I didn't even get a nipple shot. Dude, I'm like, what you the hell? you get your <laughs> you get your pornography fix on the Sunday nights. Your pornography. <laughs> Thursday night slash Friday morning now, is for Tolkienography. House of Dragon. That's all. That's all like incestual and gross. I can't. Whatever. <laughs> Oh, you've been waiting for Matt Smith to take it off for you for years. So I, I saw a thing uh, with, um, uh, oh my goodness, uh, yeah. Stephen King uh-huh. talking with uh, Game of Thrones writer George R. R. Martin. Yes, um, and it was almost wow. Talk about the battle of the Coke bottle glasses <laughs> all stars. <laughs> and it was George R. R. Martin talking to Stephen King about. Was he writing oh, his yeah. book while they were talking? No, he was. Did they accidentally did burn each other? I don't care. He's, he's asking him how he writes so fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe I do care. He's, now. He, no, he's. Did they burn each other with the sun reflecting through their eight inch thick glasses? Because they both have like tiny little eyeballs in their giant glasses. It like it blew George R. R. Martin away that Stephen King says, "I commit to writing ten pages a day." No, I think he no, said two, six, right? Like six, six pages, six, one book a like year. That. It was like, <laughs> but it was. It, I mean, it was a it was an attainable goal, and he had it, all the math worked out in his. He head. says, "I uh, two three months, I have a book done." Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, he just it, gets up, it, works. His George R. R. Martin five. is just like, I'm lucky if I get in a week, I get two lines that I hate and throw away. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever he said, yeah. something like that. I but believe that. I believe it as well. 
But yeah. Also, I don't it think was, all of it was Stephen, an interesting conversation. I mean, Stephen King is a. I'm going to say something controversial. A quantity over quality writer. He's got some of some amazing stuff, and he's got a log a lot of crap. I haven't read any of his new stuff. I haven't either, to be honest. It's been his, a long his time. His cocaine fueled books are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like he, he he's got more passes than or more 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 fails than passes. I well, in my eyes, I don't. Most know. successful people do. Yeah. Yeah, yep. but I mean, he puts out so much. Yeah, all it does is if one out of ten hits, he's making <laughs> If you're money. putting out ten every two years, one out of ten being a hit is pretty dang good. That means every two years you got a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. You deny it. Yeah. You deny it. Yeah. He's got name recognition for sure. Because mm-hmm. his name's Stephen King. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> people people were waiting for a Stephen King to come along when he showed up. <laughs> oh, uh, your name's Stephen King? I don't know what Christine is or what it's got to do with this car, but I've been waiting for a Stephen King, so I'm going to buy it. <laughs> was that his first one? I don't remember. Um, I feel like it was. <laughs> was it? I don't. I honestly don't know. I'm not I'm not the 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 group's kingophile. That would be Brandon. So, oh, yeah. and it's even probably then. like the first Dark Tower book, but he's like, I wrote it, but I never published it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> he's that kind of dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying. All right, guys, we, we're long in the tooth here, but we haven't talked about the biggest series to hit in the last few weeks. Mm. Cobra Kai season five. I haven't started yet. Uh, I don't think I finished yeah. last season yet. What? The I watched this with my wife, and we haven't. Uh, we've been doing some. They, they're ha- they're you guys, a rough put in your pants right and watch Cobra Kai. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to remind her. We got to get started. I. It is the exact same. Don't give it too much away. No, no, no. It's the exact same, just the right level of lame, just the right level of humor, <laughs> and just the right level of, oh, yeah. I, I will say it. this. The show is predictable in the best way. Yeah. Like, at one point, literally, there's something that's happening to a character, and a car pulls up, and I know who's probably going to be driving the car. I figured the car was going to pull up. It shows up at just the right minute, and it stops right in front of the character. And I sat up in my chair and I said, come with me. If you want to live, the window rolls down. The character leans out and goes, Mr. LaRusso. And I went, Oh, and he goes, come with me. If you want to live. And I went, yeah, like that's, that's the show for me. Like, it's like, it's like Corey. And I'm like, yes, Cobra Kai season five. And it's like, sit back. Do you We're going to take an- care of they you. They just announced a, this may have been news today. They just announced a karate kid movie. Is it Ew. is it the Karate Kid Part Two? Because that's been in development hell forever, and you know nobody likes Will Smith's son anymore. No, no, it's with it's with um it's with the cat. This uh, really, I had no idea. No, I have to look uh, well, into that. Well, no, you know what? I sh- I better back off. <laughs> I it just, could be Hillary Swank. I just <laughs> I just saw the headline and it showed a picture of of Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita. Yeah, I'm just assuming things. Here. Pat Morita is not not attached. I know. <laughs> I get it. I have not read the article, so I better watch what I say. I want hologram, right. Mr. Miyagi. That's what I want. Straight up Star Trek hologram. Yeah. I CGIMN. I won't spoil it. I will say at one point, despite the fact that this show is so silly, at one point, I actually, the show brought me to tears and then yanked the rug out from under me and beat me with it. And I was like, oh, show, you got me, you rascal. I love this show. 
I would just say, okay, I don't want to spoil it, Mike. I'm I'm pissed at you for not having watched it. Because I don't want to spoil it for you. But I'm going to say this. I can go out of the room or... No, no, no. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Because I, I told this to Howie the other day. I said, if I could go back 20 years and say, hey, pass Corey. Imagine another Karate Kid, but with Chosen and Johnny Lawrence fighting side by side. I just said, go home, future Corey. You're drunk. <laughs> but I got a lot of it, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so ridiculous and it's but it's so just right. It's the right it is the Ally McBeal for people like me. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so Sony announced quote uh well, Sony announced the quote return of the original Karate Kid franchise to the big screen Ooh. June 2024. Why that if it's the return of the original oh. Yeah, meaning Hillary Ralph Swank Macchio. was in the original, well, right? Well, when I say Ralph when I say the return of the original franchise to the screen, what I'm thinking is screen. re-releasing the movies, remastered or something, but that doesn't make sense. No, well, they're also out. saying there's no there's no story yet, no cast or anybody. Oh. <laughs> they got nothing. <laughs> they got nothing. This is they might have no that cast, might as well no been crew, announced by no Kathleen story. Kennedy. <laughs> That's how much yeah. water that. But holds. Sony, so it's no, not Disney. Is, I mean, this is obviously based on the success of the show. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but I mean. I don't know who owns the. I mean, Will Smith and Netflix own the rights, right? I mean, I don't know. Sony obviously owns something. Will Smith gets an executive producer credit on every single episode of Cobra Kai because his production company owns the franchise. And any, I don't believe Sony. What does Sony have to do with this? I don't know if his because I think Will Smith owns his own production companies. Maybe they have an exclusivity agreement with Sony. But as far as I know, Sony does not own the rights to the Karate Kid unless unless, unless there's a loophole where they still retain the rights to the original Karate Kid. Well, he they, he may have come to terms no with them. I don't know. Hey, yeah, it could be. It could be a new agreement. But yeah, Will Smith's on every episode. His name. <laughs> not Will Smith. He's not walking around karate slapping people. As he is wont to do. Chris Rock. Well, <laughs> this is a segment where Howie reads news to us. Anyway, <laughs> none of you have watched it. it, so I won't gush about it anymore. But every time, every season of Cobra Kai, I binge it in a couple days, and I'm always the same level of satisfied every single time. And it is dorky, and I, it's the right kind of dorky. It's Corey McBeal. Just based on past experience, I would agree with you. And if it's continuing what it has done in the past, amen. Amen, bro. Oh, and they bring back yet another character from the original series. That I know, because that was leaked to me. Which one? Hillary Swank? <laughs> yeah, Hillary Swank. I knew about that. It's a different... It's what? A different Hillary Swank they is do? not in this. I didn't know that. In this? Nope. Oh, I was just guessing. <laughs> That's... News to me because I saw, thought I saw a headline. I tried to scroll by, so maybe I misread it. Well, actually, there are two characters brought back from a specific movie pat marita that have not previously been in the show one of them was kind of like an obvious gimme and the other one was like a total surprise but they they the the way they wrote it in because it it could have made no sense but they wrote it in in a way that you were it was totally plausible and you're like oh yeah okay yeah and 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 don't they don't dwell on it they don't pat themselves on the back they just write it 
mm-hmm. they keep going and you're like, that works. That makes sense. So good. So good. It's on the list. We'll get there. I've just got too I'm much of my play right I now. don't feel like I can rely I'm on I'm watching more TV than I I gotta watch Game watched. of Thrones 12 times. I don't have time for The Office and Cobra Kai. <laughs> it just boggles my mind that no one's seen The Office. There's someone out there who hasn't seen yeah. it. I would say no one. Yeah. Boggles the mind. I've tried once or twice, and I just can't get past it. Stop time. watching season one. How do I move to season Watch two? Watch the first episode, first couple episodes of season one, the last couple episodes of season one, and then go straight to season two. <laughs> yeah, watch the Amy Adams episode, because Amy Adams. You know what I'm saying? She's in more than one. You know I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, the first one with Amy Adams. Yeah. I like, I like the Amy Adams. Young Amy Adams. Ooh, young Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else, gentlemen? We had a lot of big hitters tonight. No, we did. I no. If we start, I, well, there's movies we haven't touched on, but of course we're gonna have to move. On. I haven't talked about the fact that I watch Maverick. If yeah, you want to know how I Maverick feel about Maverick, go back and listen and... to the episode where Mike talked about Maverick. Agree on literally every point. <laughs> nice. Everything he said, I agree with 100. <laughs> percent Loved it. Noise. Yeah, loved it. <laughs> it's so dumb that I loved it. I know it was it was dumb. It's the, it was, but it, but it was so dumb. It was dumb. <laughs> That's right, exactly. It wasn't even that dumb, but it was nah. pretty dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I loved it. it I just great. I I loved that they kept the the mytho- whatever world they created the first time they kept it. You know, dude, but- shot for shot, song for song. <laughs> yeah, I know the it's beats the and same are movie. There. Yeah, right. <laughs> the only thing that's missing is they subbed in a different song for You've Lost That Love and Feel. That's the only difference. <laughs> that dude, opening credits. I know. It's opening cool. credits, motorcycle along the yeah, along man. the tarmac. It's badass. Dude. <laughs> Pretty cool. The whole movie. Totally. I'm I'm so mad that I that made me nostalgic for a movie I wasn't that nostalgic for. <laughs> anyway, it that's when you know you're doing it right. Yeah. If you can make Agreed. me ret- retcon my interest yeah. in Top I think Cut. he just took the f- sixth or fifth spot all time. Yep. In all fairness, wow. in all fairness, I did own Top Gun 2 for the Nintendo oh, Entertainment for the System. Nintendo. Oh, Top Gun 2. Yeah. I don't remember that one. No, I owned Top Afterburner. Gun, that, was a hard, that was a hard game. Afterburner. That was a Sega property. Yes. Yeah, it was. Afterburner was awesome. I loved Solid that game. in the arcade. <sighs> uh, yeah, in the arcade with the big chrome flight stick. Oh, yeah. Or not chrome, but like steel, like real hard metal. If you went to the right arcade, you go into one that had the, the simulator uh, oh, yeah. movement. You oh, know? I don't know if I... Yeah, maybe oh, I that one was did. awesome. <laughs> that was a fucking video game. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a real flight simulator this past week. Oh yeah, yeah. The kids and scouts and the scouts went to Smithfield to oh, cool. uh, to sweep planes. What's the Sweetwater sweet aircraft? <laughs> this the guy from the Sweetwater yeah, guy. Sweetwater guy. Had, uh, like I don't remember what it's called. Sweet plane. Like it sweet might be, plane. It might be well, sweet planes. Or sweet he's cars. got sweet cars. Sweet air. I don't know. <laughs> That's supercars. Yeah, it's it's sweet something. Uh, and anyway, we we went in and we talked to people like pilots and stuff. And yeah. I didn't get to see it in action, but I I was looking down the hall and there's like a like full on like movement flight simulator yeah. down at the end. I was like, I want to go to there. <laughs> Sweet aviation. Sweet aviation. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we're uh, it was there was raining, but there was we're supposed to go back uh, this week, and they're taking each kids up in planes in the small planes. Really? Yeah, dude. Cool. And there there's like a club that you can Smith join. Yes, yeah, I think called like neat. Young Eagles, mm-hmm. and. You can you get like a free like ninety minute 
flight, like actual flight lesson. Oh, wow. Cool. And anytime they have a jamboree, the kids can go back and fly for free. Oh, wow. And like for the rest of their lives, as long as you sign up before you're 19 years old. Really? I was like, what? How? How do people not know about this? How does our scout troop not know about yeah, this? Yeah, y'all, you need you need to there you <laughs> go. Bring that up. Bring man. it up in the next parent meeting. Yeah. I, I actually have a, a a pilot certification. What? From, uh, yeah, from Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew you that could, was they, coming. You could print them out after you uh pass the uh tutorial stages. So, I'm pretty sure I can fly a plane. You know what? Pretty sure. In, in a pinch, if you and I were in a plane and the pilot died, for that reason, I would allow you, I would prefer you bring us in. That would be enough I, for me. I you're, don't want to be responsible yeah. for us dying. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, all right, Garrick, you're the certified one. Do the do the flappy thing. They go down <laughs> or up. They go like this. Or no, go no, up. down, right? It's funny standing with all the girls in the girl troop and the guys, the, this old guy's walking around his plane. He's like, and this is called anybody? Anyway, like flap. Yeah, it's flaps. And it controls uh anybody? Yeah. I'm like airspeed. That's right. Airspeed. And then at that point on, the entire rest of the presentation we're on the plane, he's just making eye contact with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, anybody know what this controls? I'm like, y'all. He's like, that's right, y'all. I'm like, I don't know anything about aviation. I play video games. <laughs> <laughs> Pitch roll, y'all got it. Anyway. That was that was my other docket. You're welcome. All right. Well, ladies and germs, it's been another super docket, and it has been a huge because September has been inundating us with the goods. So when you listen to this next September, you'll remember what came out a year before. Right? Right. Right. Amen. In the meantime, wherever you get the podcast, uh, we'll go out and give it wherever you get it and give us nice little reviews, reach more listeners just like you. And won't you go to betterkind.com? That is B E T T E R K I N D dot com. Comma spells C O M if you don't know. And that's our website, and you'll find a link to our Discord, and you can join the conversation on Discord. Will you please? Because that's just a fun in and out. Anytime, day or night, pop in, share, pop in, ask questions, pop out, whatever, whatever you want to do. We like having you guys there. Please join us. In the meantime, I'm Corey over there. Mike! Dude, did you know that Huey from The Boys, his dad is is uh, Dennis Quaid, and his mom is Meg Ryan? Everybody no! <laughs> I didn't know that! I had no idea, but I did wonder why he was in a C in a CCR music video with Starlight. <laughs> with Starlight, yeah, yeah, that was weird. I had no idea, but I can see it. Wait, wait, wait. Dennis, Dennis Quaid, Quaid and, and Meg, Meg Ryan or his yeah, parents. Yep. The actor's his, name is Jack, Jack Quaid. Quaid. Yep. I was thinking Randy Quaid at first. I had to adjust. <laughs> yeah, not Randy. I wish it was, his name was Megan Quaid. <laughs> Megan Quaid said Jack. Junior. Junior. Megan Quaid Jr. <laughs> Just call me Meg. <laughs> oh, there's Howie. Um, hey, guys. That that only counts as one. Lord of the Ring reference. Yeah. Yeah. Gimli. Toss me. Don't tell the elf. Huh? See? And Garrick's over there. You guys know Huey from the boys. <laughs> <laughs> He's got nothing. He's <laughs> the voice actor of Boimler on Lower Decks. You guys know that? I did not, and I am not surprised at all. Like, I feel like I knew that because of how little I'm surprised by that. 
They're I, doing a, a Lower Decks and Brave New World crossover in live action. So I'm hoping he actually plays <laughs> Boimler. I don't wait do a lower decks and <laughs> at all. brave new world. Oh, strange new worlds. Strange new world. Yeah. I was totally confused. Oh, not the really? one with the drugs. Not the one with the drugs. The Wait, one. Yeah. On a G string or something. The, that would be really interesting, but because those are in different timelines. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Time travel, baby. Yeah. I just threw off uh, Mike's algorithm. <laughs> Why couldn't he play Boimler? Just have him give him purple hair, and he would look like him. Yeah, he's skinny and you know what else like is Boimler. purple? Sounds like Boimler. Um, grapes mm-hmm. and something raisins. You, something you can make from grapes. Preserves. Okay. Jam. Mm-hmm. Getting closer. Uh, 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 I'm looking around the room to find purple things, and I realize how very little purple is represented rain? in this. Rain. You forgot room. about rain. rain. Here, I yeah. got something in my pants. Purple is rain. Wait. You Purple need to get that checked out, man. Yeah. Mike's Mike's crotch goiter. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, there's one more thing I forgot about. That's jelly. Yeah. Uh, what about flying people eaters? Oh yeah, but those tend to be of the purple variety. Yeah. 